start off on a bad foot. Yeah. A couple storms already in the New York area. Patrice O'Neill, how are you, sir? Good morning, sir. Would you have to drive it, like ride the bike in your driveway? <laughs> In the plowed driveway in these little tight circles. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Where you got to keep putting your foot down and <laughs> exactly. turn, turning yourself. Look, I'm riding my new bike. I was excited. So yeah, thanks. Yeah, I had to try it out. So you yeah. get your gloves and your, and your hat and your coat on, and then you try to figure out where you could drive it. Yeah, oh. pedal it in your driveway. <laughs> and then it just kind of sat in the living room for a month, you know? Great. Brand new bike. Brand new bike, and you can't do anything about it. But so if you're getting the satellite radio, you might want to turn it on for uh, the person you're buying it for. Just yeah. a little extra thing for them, you know? They'll mm-hmm. be very excited. They open up the gift, and right away they're spinning around the channels and uh, checking out what this thing could do. And uh, <clears throat> blowing off regular radio, finally. Oh, my God. Regular radio. Yeah. I actually, because uh, I have to hide my XM satellite radio now because I, I lost one. Yeah. Even the homeless people like this satellite radio because I got busted into, and uh, they took my, my uh, Delphi, actually. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, now i got to hide it. And uh, this weekend I was in my car, and uh, for a split second I forgot and had the regular radio on, and there was commercials. I'm like, what is wrong with this scenario? Yeah, you don't quite pick it up immediately. You're like, eh. Right. I mean, I know our station has some commercials, but I'm talking about a music channel. I, it was, it was uh, WBAB. Uh-huh. I had it on because I'm like, ah, I used to work there. Let's see what they're all about. I never found out what they were about because no. uh, for the, I don't know, the 10, 15-minute ride, it was mostly commercials. And then, happens. and then at that point, I had my XM all hooked up and ready to go, went right to Ethel and never turned back. Thank you. That is what happens. I would be uh, driving in, listening to, like I said, the news station, <coughs> just trying to see what's happening locally and catch some traffic. And uh, it's just those morbid hospital commercials come on, and they just keep going and going. And uh, I, I actually say, what the fuck? Like, I, I verbally I say something before I hit the button. It annoys me that much. Yeah. That there's so many commercials. And the news stations now even. It didn't used to be that bad with the commercials on the news stations. They'd pop them in every so often, but then right back to it. And now it's the other way around. Now it's just morbid commercial, commercial, commercial. And then you hear like a quick story, uh, traffic weather, boom, back to commercials. Right. They really stink. And you know they're just like whipping the sales staff at these places. Just more commercials, more commercials. That's what they're getting. Good luck to you. Have fun. That's it. Have fun with that. Let's say uh, hi to Big Ray the trucker. Big Ray. How you doing, boys? <laughs> All right, Ray. It's always big something. Hey, 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 guys, listen, I ain't trying to dog Jimmy out, but can't you make Patrice like the fourth seat in there? He's fucking terrific. We, we love, love Patrice. Patrice. <laughs> I mean, can't you, like, you know, make a little extra room in the XM studio and put Patrice in there? we got to figure out something because, uh, you know, Jimmy uh, in Hollywood there doing the HBO thing, we've been able to work with these fine talents around us. That's right. And now we got, like, a whole stable of guys. And, and on a daily basis, I'm, like, talking to Eric Logan going, man, we got to do something with Patrice O'Neill now. we got to do something with Bill Burr. We have to do oh. something with Rich. Uh, never mind. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh. But we got all these guys around us, and we're just trying to figure out now how to work them all in. We're all con- we're con- we're confused. Hey, Patrice, those truckers love you, buddy. Thank you, Big. Yep. And uh, you guys have a nice bunch of hell. All right, thanks, Big Ray. That's funny. Green Snacks from Whack Bag says, this is a long commercial. 
What do you mean? Because we're talking about X. Oh, that's right. <laughs> well, the point I was you just... You got to give it to him. That is funny. You got you. Don't ban him, motherfucker. <laughs> nah, I won't ban him. That, that is funny. We were just trying to make a very quick point, though. If you're getting the XM satellite radio, turn it on for the person, because I'm telling you, but turn everyone's going to be trying to turn on their radios like Christmas morning, yeah. and it's going to be a nightmare for you. So do it's it ahead of time. It's not a pitch. But turn it on comes with responsibility. I would rather have somebody let me turn it on myself than to turn it on and go... Here's the bill, cocksucker. Nice talking to you, because that's what you're gonna have to do. <laughs> well, you hit like, him up for that. It's on, but you know it's a it's a monthly or a yearly thing that yeah. you're gonna have to keep up. So I'm putting yeah. this responsibility on your back, as opposed to just giving them the. I'm just trying to help uh, some of our you know our listeners out because I know they're buying these things. Yeah, and, and it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a tough thing to turn them on right away. I have think it activated. You should do a, like a, if they had do they have a turn on deal that you just you don't you don't have to give your name. They just you buy it. From like wherever you buy it, I don't know who has stores that have deals. But you buy it, and then mm-hmm. you, you get it turned on, and and that's all your responsibility is to get it turned on for like six months or something if you want it, and then they, then you just let the people know it's gonna, you have to redo the. Oh yeah, like uh, yeah, you could probably get it turned on for if you're you know cheapo, mm-hmm. you know you get it turned on for a limited time. Well, like without your months. name, you know, just like you know how if, I, if you yeah, get something yeah. cut on an Anthony Kumia's name, right? Yeah. It's just like. Now you, it's under your name, and then when I go to redo it, they go, "Well, you're not Anthony Cumia. What the fuck? You know, we need all your information." Figure it out. I ain't gonna pay for it forever. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you figure anyway, out how to put your name on it. It was just a quick thing because because uh, uh, we're selling hundreds of thousands of radios this time of year, and they all got to be turned on. So you right. do the math and figure it out. How many how many people could they possibly have? You know, uh, manning the phones Christmas know, right? Day and. Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve, so that's all I'm saying. Might want to might want to help uh, the person you're buying it for. All right, let's say hi to Big Ron in Wisconsin. Big Ron. <laughs> hey, Anthony, Anthony, man, this is, uh, I I just want to comment on your show yesterday. I've been listening to you guys for about a eh, probably about a year and a half, and oh. I got to say, yesterday's show with that guy's clay and all that. I mean, you guys had me in tears, man. That was a I think that was one of your best programs you had, man. Well, thank you, sir. Andrew Dice Gay. <laughs> Andrew Dice Gay. was the hit of the show yesterday, man. <laughs> Finally found a way to bring the Dice Man back. Yeah, that was just great, man. I like could become a semi-recurring character. Yeah, we're hoping. Well, especially with the gay cowboy movie, I think we got some. Yeah, uh, yeah. We just need some uh, some uh, some clips from it. and. Well, we got uh, cool. we got something about the gay cowboy movie we'll play for you in a second. Thanks, Big Ron. Okay, appreciate it, bud. But, but here's so our funny. dilemma again. This is because we're teaching Patrice just a little bit about radio. Yesterday doesn't count. It's no. a, it's a wrap. It, yesterday is done. Yesterday was yesterday. Might as well have been last right. year. I listened to the replay. It was one of the funniest shows we've done on XM. It's right. online. But it doesn't matter now. now do there are people today. listening. <laughs> Stupid. Do it again today. Do it again, motherfucker. Yeah, do are, it again. Every day. Do it again. There are do people it again. listening today. <laughs> they didn't hear yesterday. So they want to be entertained today. They want to laugh today. Again. And you can't go. You can't just go listen to yesterday's show. Remember what we said show, yesterday, right? everybody. Hey, everybody. I don't care. Call in and discuss what the fuck we're... The genius of Andrew Dice Gay. Do it again. Give us a call here at XM. Do it again. We're not going to let you coast, motherfucker. That's what it is. There's no coasting. And then today, we could get calls tomorrow. Dude, yesterday's show sucked. You got to just step it up. Yeah, but the day before, you said, what? You know, oh, I wasn't I, listening. I didn't hear. I don't know. I just signed up. Uh, it's our nightmare, man. Yeah. Uh, yesterday's show was probably a 10, but it doesn't even matter anymore. We need to program another channel for this reason. Those mornings when we truly suck, and uh, you don't have to tell us. We know when we suck. 
I love these people. You suck today. No shit, dude. We know. We know way before you. Where we could tell people, we suck today. Go to channel two, whatever it would be. Yeah. And and just have like a highlight reel just spinning. Just spinning. Like yesterday's show will right, be on exactly. a loop. Exactly. Like, look, we know we suck today, so go to this other channel and you'll hear lots of laughs. Yeah. Lots uh, of laughs. ABC, I'm looking at a story without a trace. I heard a teaser for it. It's cruise passengers lost at sea. Yeah. Apparently, that guy that uh, they found that blood streak and he was missing and they still haven't solved it. His wife. From a while back, you think it was his wife and a couple of Russian guys. They cleared her, though, man. Yeah, there's a couple of Russian guys involved and there was drinking and some gambling and I don't know. Things just happen and no one knows what it is. So now they're trying to uh, figure out a way to keep people from missing. But apparently, he's not the only guy. Like, this now is now a news story where they're scaring people. I want to know how many fucking people. Have you ever been on a cruise ship? Oh, I love it. Dude, how can you not ever not be missing? If, if you right. walked on the edge of that platform uh -huh. and just, like, said, you, you know what? Uh, let me just... Let me just jump. Like it's just like you just feel that. I think we talk about this. Just yeah. that you feel the, the mermaid or whatever. You know the what that is? Siren. That siren. And I heard it. You. I wanted to jump off because the sea is so dominant over your life at that moment. And you just want to just go in there and do the and do the Titanic sink just to see what the abyss is all about. And these these it's easy to be missing on these boats. Yeah, yeah. but you think it's suicide? You think it's yes. people jumping? You, I'm a I think I'm a strong-minded person because I get a lot of thoughts in my head that I control without medicine. You uh -huh. know what I'm saying? I, I can control violence. Thank you know, God. I can control. Thank God. You know, suicide. Those uh -huh. thoughts creep in when you're just sitting around, like, you know, what the fuck is life all about? Let me just. Let me just smash my face into a bus, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, or, yeah. or kill a motherfucker just to see. Right. Just to see. But I have a natural medicine, you know, that I can 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 muster up in my whole body. So, but when I was on the on the ship, I was standing on the edge. I was doing something, I think, for Comedy Central or something. And I was just standing on the end of that boat, and the, the darkness and the water swishing and yeah. the, it I know what those sailors back in you the know oh one you know the Columbus yeah. the Christopher Columbus motherfuckers yeah. killed themselves. There's something calling you to jump in and kill yourself. Especially back then when there was no, you know, tuxedo night at the uh that's why they at had the dining that room stuff to take your stuff. mind off of killing yourself. Is that what all the good stuff, the casino, the shows the, the the stop at the port so you could go to the beach and see some land. It's because they if they that. just leave you out there long enough without any distractions, everyone's jumping overboard. Paranoia. I noticed some maritime documents somewhere. <laughs> yeah, from some old time with a, written with a quill, <laughs> like on brown curled up paper somewhere. Like in the movie The Thing, when they find uh, the Russian ship that right. all the Russians fought the monster and is the one last survivor who has a tape, and he's like, "Listen, don't ah! And and it, they have things like that from from when people used to do all those that there's something calling me into the water. Into and the people, uh, water. And, and it's true, man. I wanted to. It's, well, it's the weirdest thing. And that's where these missing people on the cruise ships are. And we gotta Jumping get, in. we got to get the audio because I was just watching it. They just showed a montage of guys that are missing. A whole freaking <laughs> montage, one after another. Yeah, we got I want to know how many. Oh, they're showing some Kong footage. That same guy that did Gollum. Mm -hmm. 
in uh, The Lord of the Rings, they put all the sensors on his face, and he's the guy, again, doing all the facial expressions. For Kong? For Kong. This yep. is a, a new fucking industry in entertainment, in movies. That is amazing. Who saw this coming? You're a fucking face actor for CGI. It's 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 genius. And this is now he's the motherfucker he's for this. He's gonna have to get an Oscar now. It's gonna be right. A, you know, Why? best pretending to be a pretending real to be motherfucker, a fake <laughs> motherfucker. Goes Why, to is he just the best at making that, expressions. If you watch, like, how do you get that role, dude? I sat there and watched. Why can't we have that role? I think it was smile. Six hundred and fifty hours of uh, behind wow. the scenes footage from uh, Lord of the Rings. I watched every second of it. I love that shit. Uh, all the behind the scenes from they got that uh, Weta Studios down there in New Zealand, yeah. and and I watched them making the costumes like everything, and this motherfucker found a niche. He was just supposed to be a guy. They put him in some kind of leotard, and he would just be there to interact with uh, the other actors. So okay. when when Gollum's there, they would be able to look at somebody. And he would deliver Gollum's lines. But right. he was Gollum, though. And he, he was. Every movement that you see Gollum make, this guy was making, it kinda though. It kind of morphed into that, though, because he was just supposed to be some schlep that's yeah. just a placeholder. Right. But he was so good with his movements and his facial expressions and his speech, because they finally ended up using him. They weren't even going to use his voice. But he was so good with it that they used every... Every frame of him moving, wow. they animated over right. and used his movements. And his facial expressions are amazing. When they do a split screen and show Gollum's face from the movie and then his face, the guy found a, built an industry. He made it's, a new fucking career for people in it's Hollywood. Genius. I was thinking about that yesterday. It's and now genius. he's the Olivier of that. It's, it's, <laughs> he's he's like, the man. But that's the fear. Remember when people said the CGI thing was like... It's, it's going to put steel actors... Act right. But that wasn't doing it. No. This could... Because the computer guy, you know, the guy that knows how to program a computer to make Kong, isn't the guy that knows how to make emotions mm -hmm. on his face. He doesn't know how to put him in a situation where he can look sad and stuff and... You need an actual you need a real human person to do the Did you see that, that clip just now? They just showed a clip just With now. With the Kong, dots all right? over his face. No, and... Kong the movie. Kong. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's on top of Empire State Building doing his thing with her. Uh -huh. And then the, that the planes are coming. Yeah. And he makes that look like, you know, that yeah. like cock blockers. Like yeah. he wasn't <laughs> mad. He wasn't mad yet. He, it was a disparaged. They're coming to kill me. I'm right. about to chill with you for a little while longer. Baby, kind of face that only a person can only a person like, make. can you make could that. Could not face. draw that face, man. Yeah. It's gonna be just a monster. Let's go to Jason in Maryland. Jason, what's up? Not too much. What's up with you guys this morning? We're uh, all over the place. Hanging. Right? So we got lots to do. Obviously, the reason I was calling is you guys were talking about the missing guy on that cruise ship with yeah. blood stain and the Russian mafia and all that shit. Uh huh. I was on that ship. That, that guy didn't. He did not commit suicide. That's for goddamn. How do you know? Were you hanging out with him at the buffet? No, I wasn't hanging out with him at the buffet. But I saw the blood, and I'm telling you, from the height where that guy's room was to that blood stain, there's no way just falling could create that amount of blood. I was on the same ship before it went over to the Mediterranean. Oh yeah. This guy was. Yeah, they were, and they were talking about how the ship was going from the Caribbean where I was. Uh, and that it was going to be dry docked, refitted with some shit, and then they were going to send it over to the Mediterranean, and that's the cruise that the guy died on. Uh, yeah. So I I know what it looks like off of those upper balconies, and uh, yeah, there's no way to get to jump to the water 
from up there. You're hitting that overhang that hangs over the lifeboat. <laughs> exactly. And, and that seems to be where that big blood smear came from. Uh, yep. He he might have jumped, but I think there's too many things that are going on. Those Russian guys. Uh, and they were everywhere. That seems to be a little sketchy there. Two Russian guys, the woman, the casino, kind of an argument. Ah, They're not yelling, this one. Yelling, and then the shit in the room was mm-hmm. dish, yelling. She goes to sleep. He disappears. I don't know. It it's you not think he solved. jumped, though, Patrice? Nah. <laughs> this is some know. foul play. Oh, Definitely yeah. some foul play. You gotta put something on those ships where you can detect when someone goes in the water. Get the oh, fuck, God. Get man. some night vision in the water. And you, you can, it's, it's, you're done if you fall in that ocean in the middle, that, that damn Atlantic or wherever you are. It's just once you're in there, done. it's been a pleasure. There is such nothingness out there that you. Just, I couldn't imagine <laughs> if you don't die the second you hit that water. Could you imagine bobbing up and down and watching that huge ship just, just pull away from you? And, and the <laughs> darkness and the utter quiet. Like, you'd hear that ship go away. And then... And then you just... And it is so completely dark. And you don't hear... You don't even hear that... Um, what's that buoy bell? That No. Bu- Ding ding! <laughs> no, <and the> just, <laughs> no, you don't take a couple of seagull. Nothing, because it they is have nowhere so, to land out there. Even you, with the cry? motor going, do you cry? Like, do you, is you floating there? Do you just? I think the fear just kills you. Just to take a deep breath. I don't know. The fear just kills you. It depends on if you could, could try to commit suicide or if you fell off. You fell off. You are so fucked now. You're like. Oh, oh no! Man. And there's no help. And that horse shit you see on Love Boat, where somebody falls off, and there's a uh, and there's the a big... little, there's a lifesaver flying. Yeah, right, right. Julie, the cruise director, throws <laughs> your fucking life preserver. Man overboard! There's no Ain't fucking happening. man. If I jumped over when I when I when the sirens were calling me on that yeah. ship, I it would have just been a a, a clunk. Yeah. Nobody except for somebody that was thinking about killing themselves too. Yeah. Saw me jump. Well, look at that! Oh yeah. shit! Somebody, <laughs> I ain't doing this shit. This motherfucker jumped off the boat. <laughs> if you if you meant to kill yourself, you still got your crazy head on, so you're probably gonna just try to drown. Whatever. If you fell overboard, the, I think the first thing that goes through your head is, what time is it? Who knows? Like in a split second. What time is it? Who knows? I'm missing. How long is it gonna take for people to think? As that thing is just going away you're probably thinking how long is it going to be before they realize I'm missing that, that and turn ship, this thing around that, and they're that, not going to turn, turn that cruise turn ship around, around for you nah that is collateral damage they'll just bitch, call the coast guard <laughs> well our fuel supply just lets us get into a we got a tight schedule <laughs> and you got to find them in the ocean yeah it, yeah right <laughs> and you got and you got to get coordinates of where you might uh, be Done. And then when you floated, because all of they should hand out little GPS badges to everybody in that case. Now that's an idea. There's an idea. A little uh, GPS. We got the audio of the story here. You know, once you board a cruise ship, you really are in the hands of the cruise ship company. Whoops. But if Whoops. something goes wrong, what happens? Who's responsible? Well, that is the subject of that special hearing on Congre- on Capitol Hill this afternoon. I can't talk. And it comes just days after another cruise ship passenger has disappeared. When Royal Caribbean's Jewel of the Seas returned to Florida on Sunday, it had one less passenger than when it departed. A Canadian, 59-year-old Jill Begora, was last seen by her husband on Saturday morning 
as the ship approached the port of Nassau in the Bahamas. A search by a U.S. Coast Guard ship and the Bahamian Navy found no trace of her. Bahamian her Navy. family just wants to know what happened. It's just too much to comprehend, you know. I, um, I hope everything's all right, but you know how those things are sometimes. You hope everything's all right. <laughs> are you insane? You're hoping everything, like she's going to turn up. Oh, I was, uh, I was just taking a swim. Yeah. I like swimming. Then you just ask a question like, um, what's the percentage of when people are missing on these boats, what's the percentage that you find them? That alive? actually come back and... 0. 0.0001. <laughs> <laughs> they might have found one. Can you please find them? The one got lost, lost in the place where they keep like the vegetables yeah. way in the hold, somewhere in the bilge. It's, that's Tom, his... it's Tom Hanks. Yeah. I was looking for the... Uh, I was looking for the pool deck, no, some and I ended that, up down here where the fucking... Some ass that forgot to take his medicine ends up in a meat locker somewhere. Somewhere <laughs> locked in a meat later. locker. <laughs> they that, never find you. That oh. chick, man, that was probably a bad marriage, and the guy figured out a way to get out of it. Oh, you think? Cause that's probably it. Either you're killing yourself, or someone is killing you. There's got to be people that plan it out and go, look, we'll be on a cruise ship. Yeah, a little a slight push, and I'm A little I'm drink. Maybe slip her a little Mickey, and then give her the heave-ho. <laughs> They'll never find her to do toxicology. What goes through your mind to give your loved one, because there was a time you loved this person, what goes through your head as you're giving her the heave-ho? Not even the heave-ho. What, what goes through your mind when you're, because you're already committed at the heave-ho. Right. What goes through your mind when you're like, Honey, we're going on a cruise. <laughs> right. I can you hold the tickets up knowing I'm going to kill this fucking bitch. The ticket wave. <laughs> yeah, the ticket wave. You got both of them in your hand. You're waving them like a fan. Baby, we're going on a cruise. And you know it's going to end with a heave-ho. The heave-ho is oh, somewhere in that itinerary. Do you talk we got the... Nassau, right. all right, and then we're going to St. Martin, right? and then heave-ho. Right. And between uh, Miami and Nassau, I'm doing the heave ho. Heave ho. And do you make sure she wears a, a, a special outfit so you can hold on to the outfit better to give, I think, give uh, yourself some leverage? I think nude. <laughs> for the, I think you got to plan where your room is. You want your room at the back of the ship, right? Yeah. Buy the bitch a rock coat from Jamaica. Oh. <laughs> this the new rock coat, man. It's made of stone. It's made of stone. <laughs> Zip the rock coat and throw overboard. He throw this rock coat on man. You want to buy a beautiful rock coat? <laughs> we'll braid her hair with some big stones. This is a big stone, man. You get the. Did you get her the stone flip-flops too, man? Some fucking Jamaican knows the deal. Oh, here's the, the rock code. Here's the song that's playing as you're uh, heave-hoeing. Right? <laughs> People dancing on the upper deck. You bumped the bitch off right in the conga line? Come on, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, one more time around the promenade. <laughs> Sink like a rock, rock, rock. <laughs> Wear oh. your rock, rock coat. <laughs> Come on, everybody. Oh. All right, oh. I'm going to try this. So this is what's going on on the deck. Right. You do the heave-ho. Yeah. Big do you have a splash, Anthony? Oh, <laughs> 
We're getting ready for the heat, Paul, and everyone's having a good time upstairs. <laughs> Hold on. So then you do the heave ho. First, you gotta get rid of it. Crack her on the head. All right, you knock her on the head. But she's compl- she's complaining. Then the splash. Right. Oh, that was a splash. Yeah, you got it. All right, here we go. That's what she hears. Fucking <laughs> boat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I found a friend. <laughs> what goes through your mind? <laughs> oh, no. And then, then reality sinks in and it's over. That's the boat. <laughs> the, the, the boat sailing away. That's the last thing you hear from oh, civilization. Is oh, feeling, feeling hot, 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 hot. Oh, that whole, that whole ocean will be green from my yellow piss in oh, that little water. Done. I just would die. Uh, here Done. We go. Here's more audio of uh, passengers disappearing. It is estimated that about a dozen people have disappeared on cruises in the last two years. A dozen? Legally, it is a murky area because uh-huh. the ships fly foreign flags. And so this afternoon, Congress will convene a special hearing into crimes and disappearances aboard cruise ships. The bottom line is we are suspicious, candidly, that there's some huge problems in the cruise line industry. Uh, and we think that people are not aware of some of the challenges and some of the, the potential problems they may encounter. It's not a huge problem for the cruise industry. There are people out there that have figured out how to off their... Off a loved one, loved uh, a problem person. Uh, yeah, like I said, you've got to be on the back of the boat, one of the lower balconies. So that way, no one you know, is going to see the body floating by once they're off nobody, the back of the boat. Nobody's going to anyway... It, you said you've been on a cruise. Oh, yeah. You've been on a cruise open? Oh, yeah. It's, there's nothing, there's no place anywhere in the boat that you can't die and somebody will see you. You don't need a special plan for this. You just toss them off anywhere by the boat, anywhere, fall in. It, there's nobody to hear you. It's a giant mall. That's what the fuck. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. even something you enjoy to see. It's and, not even the ocean. And you were doing late at night while everyone else is yes. pretty much back in the rooms. And 3 going, in the morning. You're going, you're going when for this a, guy a late walk, by the way. Quick, easy murder of your wife on the boat. Ready? Right. This is so romantic. Look at the stars. We don't get to see those kind of stars in New York, do we, sweetie? Oh, my God. All the building light. Look at... Wow, I think that one's Jupiter. Come here, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Peter. Peter! Yeah. What's up, Peter? So the real question I have is, if you're taking a cruise out to Nassau, do you throw her off the boat before or after you get there? Uh, yeah, I... I hmm. Well, if you want to enjoy the, the beach, <laughs> I would say after, because uh, it's hard to throw her off and look convincingly... Um, sad. Yeah. If you're then on the beach hanging with some chicks and an umbrella drink. <laughs> right. I just lost my wife. I can't find her, but I paid for the fucking cruise. <laughs> right. I might as well have a dirty banana. Might as well and, enjoy uh, it. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna have a few rum drinks and some pina coladas for everybody. Get my hair braided. Like a rum swizzle right after throwing the bitch overboard. All right, I'm buying. The fucking I'm rock trying coat to figure out what is you're doing. killing me, Patrice. Get your rock coat. Get your rock coat, man. And these goofy motherfuckers are buying. Oh, oh a rock coat. coat. Wow. A rock coat is uh, great. You got a guy in the coast of rock, you know. Bill, what's up? Good morning, guys. Hey. Well, uh, 
my last duty station was in uh, Sandy Hook, New Jersey. There, our area of responsibility was Lower New York Harbor, and we were out uh, looking for a guy that fell off a Russian trader. Tell you, man, there's no fucking way you're going to find somebody out there if they don't have a strobe light or anything with them. Yeah. Plus, plus we used to do uh, live man overboard drills. We used to actually jump off the boat at nighttime with our strobe lights. Wow. You want to talk about fucking scary? And I this is a not. training drill where they know you're mm -hmm. jumping, they're looking for you, you have a strobe. And they still can't find you because the waves are bobbing oh, yeah. up and down. Yeah, all of a sudden that strobe disappears and then comes back because he's bobbing in the waves. What's the official can't find him time? Like, what's the official we we did what we could time? Yeah. You just fucking look look for him. You just look for him until, you, until they tell you to stop. Are you kidding That's me? These, these Coast Guard guys, they, they just make one big circle and like look at their watches. Yeah, and, nah, I guess we can go guy's back gone. And what's your call? Like, yo, yo. All right, wrap it up. <laughs> you there? Hello. I, I, I bet they're a little more tactful. I bet it's like, uh, Bravo, we're running a little low on fuel. Uh, we're going to be bringing it back. Uh, yeah. No, it's, I don't know. It's burning like crazy, the fuel. I think we got a problem because uh, the gate says a half a tank, but I'm, I'm sure we have less. We're going back. This motherfucker is so drowned. So drowned. Oh, the mic is still keyed. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I could, you, you can't. It's just, you know, who are you fooling? It is what it is. You yeah. can't be mad about it. It's the ocean. I'm t it's the. It's unbelievable, oh, man. Yeah. It's oh. just so dark. And so, and how deep is the deepest part of the Atlantic? What, a thousand feet or something? Like thousand. That? A Dude, mile you're deep? Talking. After after ten feet, who cares? A lot more than a thousand. Yeah, after ten feet, you're not surviving. It's more than a mile deep. Oh my god! Oh my god! That it goes down miles, is, man. It depends on. I don't know about the Atlantic, but the oh. Pacific. You were talking. The the Marianas Trench, in in the Pacific, right. is deeper. Then Mount Everest is high. Oh, do you understand? The only thing I get that tight body feeling in anything is when in any of these movies when I see the end of the world wave coming over the Statue of Liberty. Oh, right, and right, it right. Just it just the, the that one move deep impact when the when it, the city was filled and you see taxis floating in the in the in the river and the, and people. Oh, yeah, just, yeah. It the just, day after tomorrow. The day after tomorrow. Yeah. No, it was it was a deep deep impact, deep impact. when the, when the did media it, hit. Did it also, it, oh, it just is horrifying, man. It, it, there is there is the, like, I guess we assume nature is just going to continue its happy little course oh, like that. Shit. We'll have our hurricanes and and whatnot, but for the most part, there's not going to be any cataclysmic event like that. But we're just at the mercy of the earth and the sun and all these things that just we assume is going to continue. I got a little fact for you: the Atlantic Ocean has an average depth. Of 12,881 feet. 12,000 feet. That's average. That's two miles. Average. That's almost, that's more than average. two miles, right? At its deepest point in the Puerto Rico oh. Trench, the bottom is 28,681 feet below the surface. That's creepy, man. That's five that's miles. fucking mountain high. That's where those fish that have natural um, flashlights that's on top of their head. fucking little <clears throat> lit up thing fish. and those big eyes and you teeth. You can't even call them fish at that point. You bring them they up. Look like aliens. Those monsters. They're those so monsters. used to the depth that if you bring them up, they fucking explode. They 
they yeah. blow up because they're so used to all that pressure on them. I just like the I just like the land. I don't I don't need to go in outer space. And the land, good. I like the land. No I don't outer need space. Twenty-eight thousand feet. You gotta worry feet. about that. I don't think anyone's ever gone. Holy shit! I'm in outer space. Yeah. <laughs> How the fuck did that happen? That's right. Just in case gravity stops. No one's ever. People lost in outer space. We'll just, tell you about it. Just in case God decides to end gravity. And, and you just float off. All off. You know what? I'm tired of these. How horrifying would that off. be? All of a sudden, you float. <laughs> Nothing to grab onto, and you're just like, fuck, now I'm above everything I could have grabbed. I'm fucked. And then I think for the first mile, it's kind of fun. Like, hey, look, wow, still breathe. Look, I can see, uh, man. It's a little cold. It's a little cold, but the view no, here you is kind of cool. You would just be thinking, when's it going to stop? Is it going to stop? I'm going to end up in space. Holy shit, this thing. Let's go to Big Al. Big Al? How did Anthony know about the Marianas Trench? Because Anthony knows a little bit about everything, sir. I saw it on uh, Discovery Channel. Forget Aristotle and fuck Socrates. Here comes Professor Anthony. Let's go to Ari in Chicago. Ari! Yeah, hey guys. Uh, What's up, man? I was going to compliment Patrice, but forget about it. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, yeah. They keep saying on these, these clips you're playing, uh, the ships are sailing under international flags. Well, just the cool thing I read about that is that, first of all, you have the, you sail under the laws of the country. That's why you have those flags. But if you have no flag or some kind of silly, like, pirate flag, then just be prepared to be attacked by the military of any country you sail by because they assume you're a pirate. I mean, they'll attempt to contact you with, like, the speakerphone or something. There's been a couple of instances where pirates, like we were talking about the one off of the coast of Africa yeah, where... Africa, uh, yeah. uh, but the, yeah, they're not pirates. I don't think they're, they're criminals. A pirate's an R kind yeah. of guy. You <laughs> right, know? That's right. R. Right. Steal that name. Yeah. Pirates. You're a criminal. You're trying to rob a fucking boat. Arr. Another fact for you guys. We're uh, African pirates. Arr. Arr. <laughs> the Atlantic Ocean, average depth, 12,881 feet. Yeah. Pacific Ocean, average depth, 15,215 feet. <sighs> And uh, the Mariana Trench is 36,200 feet. God bless white people for investigating all of that for us. They go down in those pressure suits that look like a fucking robot. Like you're completely covered in I don't think this they do those suit. anymore. They, they do, not the old, like, Iron Sea Hunt suits. Yeah, not, these uh, things are modern. They look <clears> like, <throat> it looks like a modern robot with these big ball joints on all the, uh, where you gotta bend. And uh, they send people down, and have sent people down to the floor that, of that motherfucker. That far down. Imagine being down Can there. You, who are these? The, the, <clears throat> that's who does that? And it sounds like, again, stereotype, but these are just these adventurous white people, man. Yeah. It's just fan. Thank you. I'm Whitey like the, loves thank that. You, There's white the people. suit. Thank There's you that so much. Suit. For, look at that. Look at that. Who, look at that. Who invented that who thing? Who goes into that? And who gets <laughs> in it crap. and goes down to the bottom and walks around and down there? And then some fucking gone. thing that lives down there that you've never seen. Yeah. You know there's monsters that we thought were extinct that doesn't come. Yeah. They don't come up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, the, why do that? Yeah, what is down there? Let's say hi to Doug in Jersey. Doug? Spirit of adventure, people. Oh, guys. They just love seeing shit. you see shit. that movie, uh, Open Water, about the scuba divers getting left by the boat? I, I, did, I haven't I never seen, seen that. that movie. I don't want to see that. I saw that. That seems a little too disturbing. I saw it. It could have been a much better movie. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought it was good, though. It was all right. It, what, do you, what do you want to say about it there, uh, Doug? 
No, it, that was just creepy. It as was. I've never been scuba diving, but <laughs> yeah, they, shit, that scared the they, fuck out of me. All of a sudden, they pop up after doing their cute little dive, and uh, the boat's just gone. And I heard it was giggling at first, like, they'll be back. Yeah, and, and they're a few miles away, and then slowly but surely, they just realize, holy shit, we're fucked. Just eating the candy they had left in their pockets. Yeah, and then the sharks just came a-cruising mm. as the sun was going down. It, it, it was... I just thought it could have been filmed much better. That's all. The concept was great, though. Yeah, just the idea. I think it was just the idea. Mm -hmm. that, the, yeah. the idea of just getting It seemed like, like it was that. a very cheap film. Like, when you go to Blockbuster and you see open water, it looks like it's a big-time Hollywood production. And it really isn't. It was filmed very cheap, it looks like. All right, Doug. Thanks for the help. All right, uh, punching out. <laughs> Jesus. Here's a little trivia for you. Yeah. That, uh... I found interesting because we're talking about how deep the uh, the ocean is. Oh God! Don't freak and me how out. Uh, yeah, this will freak you out. How insignificant you are. Uh, how deep the o ocean is? You got uh, a portion of the ocean thirty eight thousand feet deep. How high is Everest? I mean, ridiculous. Twenty eight thousand something. Yeah. Twenty twenty nine thousand. Yeah, something. it's up where airliners cruise. You yeah. know, yeah, up I there. think it's a shy of thirty. Right. right. If you took yeah. the earth, right? If you took the earth, uh, twenty nine thousand feet. Eric is really Ooh, uh, fast go. on the computer And today. shrunk the earth down to the size of a cue ball, mm -hmm. it would be smoother than the cue ball. Even though there's these heights and depths all over the earth, mm -hmm. these nooks and crannies, if you shrunk it down, it would still be smoother than a cue ball. What would? The earth. That's mm -hmm. how fucking big the planet is, that it could have such differences in, in heights and depths, yet... Shrunk down, those heights and depths amount to shit compared to the size of the Earth as a whole. So imagine what one little speck of humanity is on that. Nothing. You're nothing. I'm trying to. I don't understand that. Oh, you don't understand it? Come on, I'm trying. I got to, it. I'm trying to. No, I get it. I don't. I don't. I'm trying. You take, you take the Earth. Okay. Shrink it down to the size of a cue ball. Right. Right. And and hold it in your hand. Mm -hmm. It's smoother than the cue ball. Those oh, even with valleys, all the, oh, okay, with everything, so it's, it's still you wouldn't feel one bump on it. Oh, okay, that's even right. with all the things because right, it's okay. so fucking all big. Right. All right, listen, we're gonna take our first break. Uh, Scary when you think about it. I don't like thinking. Makes, imagine like smoking that. pot and talking about this. Yeah, you'd freak out, man. You, you ever see Survivor Man? <laughs> you ever see Survivor Man on, on one of those channels? A and E. The, the guy goes. He takes his own camera. Oh, that one. And he just yeah. goes anywhere where you're supposed to die if you're stuck there. He's alone. And he's alone. With he brings his own camera. There's no camera crew with him. His producer, he says, come get me in eight days or something if I yeah. if I haven't met you here on the highway or something. And they leave him out in the middle of nowhere. And he just survives. Lighting fires, eating what he's supposed to eat, snails, and he's yeah. he, he's really at that point of death, and he's and he's not even... What a great puts like the camera, show, puts man. like the camera on a stick so it could be away from him, so you could get like kind of a further view, he, sets up a tripod. Yeah. And, uh, he like directs him. He, like, he's a director right, right. Uh, for the whole thing. Pretty cool. Good concept. All right, listen, we got to take a break. When we get back, um, Steve is shivering. We're going to get to the bottom of that. He's wearing a robe. He's wearing a robe and he's shivering. Yeah. Make your own joke, uh, people. <laughs> but uh, I don't know what the hell he's doing. We might have to have an intervention or I something. I thought he was just nervous, but I told him the uh, the hunt in Jersey is off. <laughs> it's done. It's, it's over. Done. They're not shooting at you anymore. <laughs> Go home. Uh, so he's shivering. We have a great story that's on the cover of the New York Post. We'll get into next. Bad Santa. Hilarious. Makes me laugh really hard this morning. We'll get into that. Yeah. And uh, some other things. we got news teases. And, uh, oh, 
Oh, oh, oh, big news. We have a secret. What was that? <laughs> that was right on cue. <laughs> we have a secret. Where did that come know, from? Some kind of electronic sound. Is that your phone? Is your phone ringing? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it phone was on cue. <laughs> we have a secret that we want to share with our listeners. I was touched too, Opie. Someone has a big surprise for their listeners. Mm-hmm. And we know about it. Oh, so we're gonna, yeah. So we're going to pass it on to our listeners yeah. before he could break the news. Yes. So stay tuned for a secret. Yeah, this big surprise. <laughs> this big surprise. That's going to drive some people nuts today. All right, Patrice will answer his phone and we'll continue in just a bit. The Opie and Anthony program on XM Satellite Radio. Oh, we have a secret. Oh, we have a secret. Call all your friends and tell them to listen to the Opie and Anthony program today because we have a secret. A secret. And it's one of those secrets that people like uh, keeping. That's right. And they get mad when other people blow it because a lot of work and effort and time went into the secret. Uh, calling all pests. We have a secret. Alert the media after we tell you the secret. Pests. Pests. Alert. Alert. They got to call each other now and tell them to listen to the radio. So we'll give them a few minutes and then we'll tell you the secret, okay? It's going to drive uh, somebody nuts today. Uh, we got Lizard Guy outside the studio? Lizard Man? Yeah. I've seen him on TV, man. Yeah, the... Uh... What was that show about the tattooing? And he's been on a million different yeah. shows. I saw him on the tattoo show. Where they alter their bodies. I'm looking at his repertoire of stuff, and wow. Ripley's Believe It or Not with Dean Cain. He's, you know, he's one of the new. He was the original. I'm telling you, the original guys on Ripley's. I saw yeah. him on another show, some A and E show. He'll tell me. What A and E show? Should we get him in now, or? Uh, I'm telling you, I know my lizard people. I've seen guys that do one or two of these things, you know, that he's listed as things he does. Right. Not all of these. My bitch does all this of them. This is insane. Well, let's get Lizard Man right in. Why Why make him wait? Lizard Man, come on in, man. My girl escapes from straight jackets. Yeah. Lays in a bed of nails. <laughs> she puts concrete, <laughs> concrete on her groin. <laughs> that's why I love her. Lizard there Man. He is. What's yeah, up, that's man? right. Ripley's, right? Yes. Ripley's. What a, what a, yeah. But also Did another show. Ripley's. What was the other show about? Um, the, what you were on with the Lion one? Guy and all that? Uh, just recently, Discovery Health took a program I did in Europe and repackaged it They're, as human animals. Oh, sorry, I'm not close. Enough. Yeah. Yeah, human animals. People that uh, change themselves yeah, to look like animals. They got that chick that thinks she's a oh, cat. Oh, there's a, there's, a, there's a thing uh, going on. Like the, the one in New York, Jocelyn Wildstein, yeah. or Katzen. yeah, yeah, right. Katzen's the uh, tiger lady who's worked in sideshows and done a lot of. And stuff. there's yeah, a name for this now. Um, when you alter your body to look like an animal. Well, I came <laughs> I came up with a word when I was a, a concept artist in college. I called it uh, single theme full body transformation as part of my dissertation on it, and that just kind of stayed. Got quoted by Playboy randomly, and once Playboy quotes you, you that's the word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what they call it. Yeah. Wow, man! I, I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> uh, well, the uh, the tats. Mm-hmm. Uh, where did it start? It started on my back, actually. It was uh, my back was a test piece because I Wait, designed. Did you have the idea to do your whole body yeah. and started with the back, or you just one of those things where I designed you... my entire body out? Said this is going to be my my art project. This thing that I'm going to do. I started when I was 18. By the time I was 21, I had it designed. I thought it out and decided, yeah, I'm going to do it. Did you just feel like you were an ugly guy or something? And said I'm going to just alter my body. I figured I was sexy, but I could be even sexier. 
Wow, you got balls. <laughs> because that's kind of one of those things that you do that really needs a lot of thought beforehand because you're you're sacrificing uh I don't know, assimilating. To me it's it's a, it's a commitment as an artist. I looked at his art when I came into it as a student. I always said, you know, you can paint a painting, walk away from it. Make a sculpture, somebody buys it, takes it away. You know, you can always move away from your art, but if you live your art, if you do a, you know, if you work with your body as a medium, mm-hmm. you show that you have a commitment to your ideas and the messages and the but things you're doing. But you could also discover that you're just a bad artist. Well, yeah, I mean, you're stuck with a bad painting on your body. If you suck, it worked out. It worked out for you, but I'm sure there's other people that it it was an experiment that went horribly wrong. Like, oh damn, I had no talent whatsoever. (laughs) Well, just like you guys getting on getting on the radio, any sort of performer, any sort of entertainer, any kind of artist, you have to be. I think you have to take that plunge. And if you suck, then you gotta afterwards you gotta suck it up and say, oh, it's too bad I sucked, but at least I had the guts to give it a shot. You gotta go for it. Well, he's lizard man, and he looks like a lizard. He's got now, green tattoos right? all over his uh, all yeah. over his body, like like in the form of kind of like a scale, you know, like scales, snake scales. Yeah. Well, let's get uh, the obvious question you're asked a thousand times out of the way. Uh, where was the most painful part? Thousand and one. It's the nose. The nose right down here through the tip of the nose doesn't take very long you know, compared to like ribs or other areas, but the intensity of that. Two and a half, three minutes was incredible for the tattooing. Really? Easily the most painful yeah. tattooing. Green penis? Uh, no, not a green penis <laughs> right now. I've been playing around with different jewelry configurations, yeah. and I just never got around to tattooing around them. What, so. uh, uh, Prince Albert? I actually had an apodravia, which is vertical all the way through the head. I got a nasty scar from it now. I used to Wait, take it out that? and hammer nails through Wait, it. Wait, what is that? I don't know. I just... I heard uh, a head split? No, no, not not split, but a barbell that went in the bottom and came out the top. I've since taken it out due to some scarring. Ow. All the way through. Of what? Ow. Yeah, my penis. Your penis? Yeah. Oh, all right, fair enough. It's, uh, it's the only piercing that's mentioned in the Kama Sutra, actually. Oh. Take a leak. It looks like a spit take. <laughs> nah, it's actually, you know, just like a river going around a big tree. Really? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Is that how that works? <laughs> that's your girl out there? No. That's, uh, that's one of the people from the Jaeger crew that's traveling with us on tour. Oh, yeah. My girl's back in Texas. Is she, is she just like a regular? She's probably just Did she regular. fall in love with you before this or after this? The first time she saw me, I was opening up for Godsmack in 99. She saw me come out on stage in nothing but a Speedo with my hair on fire and swallow a sword and... I guess that that did it for her. She said, "I got to meet this guy." I had her backstage that night. We had a long distance relationship. We've been married two years now. She's just like a regular square. Um, not really. She's got all of her tattoos are urban legends. Like she's got kidney scars. Like her kidneys were stolen. Kudzu vines <laughs> choking her. But she works as an office manager. So yeah, when she dresses up, nobody knows. She's yeah. so off. She's yeah. like, my man is the lizard man, bitch. Yeah. See, you night, went, you went with all the, you jealous hoes. You you can't uh, put on a suit and a tie and, and look like you don't have uh, tats or anything. You I can't look like commitment. I don't have tats, but I can look like I got a better suit than most people, and I'm having more fun, definitely. And what's up with the eyes? Uh, the eyebrows. These are Teflon implants. I've got five pieces over each eye to make these horned ridges right here. Yeah, what are they? Little balls like? Uh, little, they're uh, carved out. They look like the tips of bullets. They're carved out to be horn like. Going to the skin like that. And they're just sticking straight out. Oh, yeah. straight out. And who does that? Like, uh, who, who These you... were done by Steve Hayworth, who pretty much pioneered it. He's a former biomedical device engineer who really got into body art. Mm-hmm. And a uh, great guy. He's actually, if you look at like uh, plastic surgery, uh, one of the things he's done is the tools for eye reconstruction for people who have horrible eye injuries. He invented and designed those tools for surgeons years ago. That's right, Robin. But his own interest was to do things like wow. putting horns on people.
And what about the eyelids? Is that just makeup? No, nope, this is all tattooed. That's all. Your eyelids all are tattoo. tattooed. Yep. Green I don't. Too? I don't do makeup. I don't. One of my hallmarks is I will not do anything that is not permanent and not real. How the hell did they tattoo your eyelids? Close your eye, pull the skin down, and work very carefully. <laughs> God damn. Because it's right in the corners of your oh, eyes. Oh yeah, I, and... I told her the woman that did it for me. I was like, get in there. I want everything. Make it green. Well, wow. I, I saw the show on TV where, whatever it was called, where you guys turn into animals, whatever. Yeah. And you seem like one of the normal ones, man. Um, that was one of the things they really There was pushed. a guy that was like, um, looks like a cat or something, or yeah, a lion. Yeah, real name is Dennis. What, what was he trying to do, a cat? Um, yeah, he's, uh, he's a Huron Indian, and he believes it's his totem animal. And so he wants to make that transformation. But he's got whiskers that are implanted and all that yeah, crap. Yeah, seen that. He lives his life uh, like yeah. a I don't know. Like he really tries cat. to. Li- he really does try to live like a cat. I've hung out with him in, in he, San Diego. We actually had the same agent. So. Uh-huh. He seemed a little creepy yeah. on that show. Yeah. They, um, you know, some of the guys that that are doing it do have sort of a weird background or do have some family history. I mean, my thing is, I always approached it as an artist and an entertainer. I'm here to, you know, do my art, but at the same time, entertain people and do it. So, you know, right now I'm doing kind of sideshow and stunt comedy and right. things like that. But some of the other guys that do it, they're very much they're personal and spiritual. I just don't have any of that kind of baggage on me. Right. What made to choose the uh, lizard? Uh, it was a combination of different things. Mainly, it was aesthetic. I like the way reptiles look, and I mm-hmm. thought it would be a good way. And you know, design-wise, I was looking at my body. I'm like, what's going to cover this as a pattern? And I thought about polka dots. I thought about doing a full-body maze at one time. But the one that stuck with me that I really kind of liked every time I looked at the drawings and everything is I like, I like the reptile thing, and it it brought everything else together, like the split tongue and the sharpened teeth. Well, they are, yeah, we forgot about the teeth. Yeah. They're all filed and down the tongue. Into, into points, and oh, the tongue is split. split tongue. Holy shit! You wow. Could... Wow, you could move each part of the split separately. I can oh. lick both sides at once. It's split how much? About an inch? inch uh, and probably a half about then? an inch, inch and a half. It depends on you know, the way you hold your tongue makes it extend sure, more sure. or less. But I'd say about an inch is probably yeah. fair. Yeah, and then he's got his earlobe stretched yeah. out, too. Damn. They're Unbelievable, man. <laughs> yeah, that, those are <laughs> wow. huge. <laughs> and uh, your, your, your talents, uh, okay. also along with you know the, the tats... You do things. Uh, I, I was looking at, I was looking at the blockhead thing. Single most, com- single most complete sideshow performer in history. Yeah. Yep. Uh, not only nails. Right. You know, any hack can do it with just the nail. That's that's where people start out. You start off with small nails, work bigger and bigger. But scissors. Scissors. Screwdrivers. I open and close the scissors inside my head too. I can actually <laughs> tweak them in and out. They're out there in the case. We'll get them in. Uh, there. cutlery. <laughs> Yep. A running power drill. <laughs> running running power drill. This is, you know, I've been so looking forward to coming here because everywhere else I go with the running power drill, and I can never, I never get to say it. But, yeah, when you come see a Lizard Man show, you get to see a tattooed freak skull fuck himself for your pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Unbelievable. Do you make a, a good living doing this? I, I'm, I'm doing all right. I spend about uh, nine, ten months out of the year on tour. I do, obviously, the Jägermeister music tours. I've been their official host since 2003. Right. When I'm not with them, I'm doing... Uh, tattoo uh, conventions, corporate events, and then on my own I hit the smaller rock clubs and I've got a couple of brave comedy clubs that have brought me in now and then. You got a video out? Um, actually, I won't do video of the show because it's meant to be a live experience. I do have sketch videos and stuff that are downloadable in different parts of the internet. What is smashing fingers with soup cans? Uh, you just take a metal soup can yeah. and usually I get a, a lovely volunteer from the audience to hold my arm down and I smash it on my finger until I've either dented the can or broken my finger. 
So far, the can's lost every time because I still got my fingers. <laughs> so is he the, are you the, um, like, in comparing, like, as you use the comedy world, what are you like the He's Richard Pryor of this shit, or are you the fucking He's not a hack, Gallagher of this shit? Like, is there another um, guy going, ah, oh, that lizard man ain't shit? Actually, there, you know, there's probably a lot of guys that, well, I say a lot of guys, there's maybe only a dozen people in the world that really do what I do, and we're, we're fairly competitive, but the guys here in New York, Coney Island, are really good friends of mine. They're more traditionalists, and a lot of people don't approach it the way I do. I try to approach it from more of a stand-up point of view that I use personal stories and stuff to illustrate how I do the stunts, whereas the traditional thing is there's a pitch and everybody uses the same old jokes, like you're pounding the nail, like this is a good way to get iron into your system. Uh, I don't do that. I talk about people picking their noses and peeing in the shower. I talk about my experiences with bad roommates Uh, and people doing ugly stuff. I guess one of the guys is uh, like the Enigma would be another one of the guys that has the name. uh, He does his stuff all set to music now. Did you get pissed off when he was in the X-Files? Uh, no, actually, I was. Like a I figure. Gig. I figure anytime you get somebody out there that's doing, you know, freak art, sideshow stuff like that, I take the view it's good for everybody. Yeah. You know, the more we get out there and the more we do stuff, you know, the more you can get people out to a club to see you. Everybody's going to benefit. You know, let's yeah. be cool. There's there's too few of us. Like I say there's literally less than a dozen of us who make our full time living mm-hmm. doing this. Right. There's no room to be an asshole at this point. Wow. Let's say hi to Josh in Iowa. Josh. Get this dude some blue Powerade beer and a hose. He'll show you what lizard juice is all about. <laughs> He's seen the show. Oh, yeah? What's yeah. lizard oh, juice yeah. about? Uh, lizard juice is a concoction I used to offer my fans at the end of the show. It was the final stunt. We'd run six feet of clear tubing up my nose. I'd swallow it down into my stomach. It's attached to a, a pump. We pour all these different things in, bong water, mustard, chocolate syrup. It gets pumped into my stomach. I can mix it around. It's regurgitated by being pulled up out of me in the tube. Pull that tube out, put it in a cup, pour me about a pint glass. We give shots out to anybody in the audience who wants to come out stage, have a big toast to end the show, and chug it down. You would, you, <laughs> you would actually get people who I would drink it this became shit a, it became that would a security be in your issue. stomach. One of the reasons we stopped doing it is because people would rush the stage. They wanted to get that shot of my stomach contents. Why? Hey, it's it's a weird thing. You get up I, on stage, people want to be there with you, you know? Holy shit. Isn't that amazing? Well, can we do some stuff today? Definitely. I got my case just sitting out there. Let me run out and grab the The case. Yep. Yes, And, and you're case. on tour with Disturbed and Corrosion of Conformity? Uh, yep. Disturbed and Corrosion of Conformity through this leg, and then Disturbed will come back for the second leg till February 23rd, starting in January. Right. Uh, where are you guys performing tonight? We are at uh, Nokia tonight. That's right. Okay. I think a bunch of us are going to see Disturbed and Corrosion of Conformity. Wow. It's, it's a fantastic show. You know, a lot of times on the tours, you'll take a break, like when the bands because I'm just out there putting the bands on the stage. I'll do my 15 minutes, get them out there, and then run to the bus. These guys, I've been hanging out in the venue every night. There we go. The metal case. All the trees has one of those uh, cases. Oh, here, while I get this out, <laughs> only this you guys might actually dildo. enjoy that. I probably fits in well with your uh, Whip It Out Wednesday. I got... Uh, I have a program of my own. I said, if you can't beat them, manipulate them. Right. So that's my pitch to get Christians to show me their tits. Show your tits for Jesus. That's right. Ooh. In the beginning, Adam and Eve were naked and knew no shame. Only through original sin, eating the fruit of the tree of knowledge, did they come to see that they were naked and become ashamed of their naked bodies. It was in their shame hiding from God because of their nakedness that they were discovered and cast from the Garden of Eden. He just pulled out a, a Phillips head screwdriver. All right. A pair of scissors that, uh, you know, your normal um, hair-cutting scissors. Yep. And a fork. Well, we're going to tape this for the uh, the Internet so people could at least take a look at what, uh, what the hell uh, Lizard Man's all about here. A hook. 
I am petrified. Power drill. Right There's the right. drill. <laughs> Space nice here. Little, uh, 9.6 volt uh, Black and Decker. Beautiful drill. My 9 volt electric nose picker. Is there any yeah. trickery here, lizard nope. man? I will say that I'm taking out my septum jewelry. That's the piercing that's in my septum, but has nothing to do with the act. Just so you can see how big that is. You can kind of do that. Ah! Right. So. Holy shit. He just uh, took a Sharpie and put it in one nostril, and it came out the other nostril yeah. uh, sideways, like a bone-through-the-nose type right. piercing. Let's see. Like where there's nothing. The, the fork is small. It, that's through. What we're going to do now is in. This is the old uh, the fork. This is a great dinner trick for the kids. You just kind of lean back and... Ah, yeah. He just put a fork uh, in his head. There you go. <laughs> he's he's put a fork a, is in his yeah. A fork completely, uh, almost to the. This is kind of like the starter part. kit. Yeah, after the uh, after the, the nails, when people learn the blockhead, this is what they do. And he's gonna take that out. How far did that just go in? About that far. Yeah. What, right what would you say? Like three inches? That's four uh, inches? a little more than four. It's probably about five. Five inches yeah. straight into the, it's uh, the entire head the handle of a fork. Where's yeah. it going? Yeah, that's what it's, I want to ask you. There's a space actually, in there. There's a lower sinus passage that goes straight back. That's the one that connects with the inside of the back of your throat. Yeah. You know, when you get a cold, everybody feels that drip in the back of your throat. Right. I'm going straight back above the soft palate, mm-hmm. back in the head. That's I can cool. actually feel it, like, underneath my eyes. I sometimes do this act with a live snake and have the snake crawl out my mouth. Uh-huh. And I can feel it crawling around in that passage underneath my eyes. <laughs> that's, the one, that's, the, that's the whole where you go... <laughs> <laughs> it um, went down the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, he, he sticks things down the wrong yeah. way. It went down the Actually, wrong to pipe. Give, give you an idea, a better oh, idea of where shit. the passage is. The hook will show it better because you'll be able to, looking at it visually, kind of feel it in that same way. Okay. I this don't is want the, uh, to, the worst fishing accident in history. So right he's here. got a huge hook. And he has snot running down his nose, yeah. so this is serious business. And he's slotting it into his nostril. Uh, now he's uh, turning it around. Uh, and now it's out his mouth. There you go. Holy uh, that's what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. What do you think, Patrice? Oh, wow. That's what I'm talking about. Obviously, these are some visuals, but Steve's got the camera rolling. That is a huge hook. Yeah. How come watching it, you get that feeling in your taint? The heebie-jeebies? <laughs> what, what is that about the human like uh, uh, system where you see something like that and you get like this tingle in your taint? <laughs> it's that visceral response. It's that you can't look at another human being, even if they're tattooed green with horns on their face, and not think, oh, what if that was happening to me? Ah, uh, yeah. snotty face lizard mm-hmm. man sticking things in his, <laughs> in his soft whole palate. Yeah, you got a hey. tissue? This is pain. Get this man some tissue. <laughs> All right, here's the uh, Nothing wrong with a booger. Scissors. Everybody picks their nose, right? <laughs> so this is, the only bad thing about picking your nose is, of course, every now and then you get that nose hair, and it plucks out with it, and it hurts like hell. Yeah. Now, let's see, just trim them a little bit. Let's get that oh. in there. Oh, you're showing a scissor. Straight Once you get through. in there deep, you just got to kind of... Oh, don't open and close the scissors. It's open and close the scissors. You are a maniac. As it is, it's and way in his nostril. You pull it yeah. out. Like four it. inches in minimum. There's, he's he's probably a millimeter from something dangerous. Uh. Yeah, how yeah, close like are you snipping? to... Yeah, I've probably had better ideas yeah, in my time. He's going to snip his fucking spine one day and just <laughs> collapse in somebody's studio. Watch this clip. Oh, shit. That just turns into a, turns into a puddle in front of your eyes. I just as drunk as I old, get on stage, I think they got a wheelchair vein. waiting anyway, so... <laughs> we didn't realize the Ungunga vein was right in the nostril casing. <laughs> fucking opening closes. And, and he also, by the way... Um, wow. Another thing that's giving me the heebie-jeebies is how he licks clean everything, everything. he pulls out of his nose. I'm a very sanitary lizard. I yeah. see. <laughs> now, there body. is a drill bit going body into 
I just want to give you a little bit of sound. This is nice. So. All right, he's got a power drill. All right. Going in the oh, nose again. Uh, Straight Jesus. in the nostril. Oh, my before. God. Straight in the, the nostril to the back of the head. The go, go, he's go pushing, pain. he's pushing, he's pushing. <laughs> power drill all the way in, and now he's, oh, he's working the power That's drill. That's why working in. Holy shit. I cannot fucking oh deal. Oh, my God. Ugh. There you go. I'm wow. Bravo. That, That's impressive. Yeah, we should have actually. We probably should have started here because it's a safety first kind of thing, right? Yeah. Start off with the condom. And like I said, you you come to the show, you get to see uh, somebody skull fuck themselves with a, a power drill. And because yep. we got the alcohol, you know, we, we try to do responsibility messages. But the, the condom's a universal symbol of responsibility. But what I do with the condom is actually pretty irresponsible. It's not as irresponsible as fucking fat chicks, but it's still pretty irresponsible. <laughs> He's unrolling it's the condom. Uh, yeah, you gotta you gotta unroll it. So bad for fat fat women out there with the lizard man even put you down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah fat bitches, give me that rat so I can eat yeah. it. I'm just I'm just giving some back. You know, I've had my career choices questioned by bums. We were in San Francisco on tour. Really? A bum came up to me and goes, "Is that a tattoo?" And he's like, I'm like, yeah, it's a tattoo. He goes. How are you ever going to get a job? I'm like, you just asked me for a quarter, motherfucker. How are you yeah, asking me how I'm going to get a job? And how sick of, are you of hearing that exact question? Oh, exactly. People are like, how are you going to get we a job? We didn't go like, there because obviously you're making a great yeah, living like, doing he's committed. this. He's get committed. off my property. I own a house. What are you doing asking me for a this quarter? This type of shit makes me wish I could live forever just to see him as a wrink, a 80-year-old wrinkled up tattooed lizard man and shit. <laughs> it's going to be Drilling <laughs> shit and sticking things in his face. Old folks home, I'll be rolling my wheelchair around chasing <laughs> chicks with my tongue out. Uh, Come on, nurse. That tongue is great, though. That that whole... It didn't scam me. It's like, wow, the things you can do. Oh, he's snorting. Oh! He snorted a he unrolled... snorted the unrolled... Now, that was way of feeling. Right up to the... Ah, and now it pulled it out of his... <gasps> he's flossing his uh, insides God. now. Yeah. Can you... Can you wait, 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 wait. we got to explain for the radio. So you got to remember the floss, kind of went in the nostril and out the mouth, and then he held it on uh, oh, both Oh, my God. And, snorted and went it back and forth there. And what usually happens when I do that, and well, we haven't got a girl. So there's always this one chick that'll scream out, "That's gross!" Which happens actually a lot during the show. This one I love it though because it turns me on. Because the only way a girl can know how gross this is is if she's had a condom in her mouth before. Ah, oh, ah. that's the one I'm looking can for. Can you usually. can you choke? Is it possible? For oh you yeah, to it's, choke? it's very easy to choke. If uh, if I miss the turn, so I have to manipulate it by the pressure inside my head. If I miss the turn, it'll get into my airway, and then it's like having a balloon caught in your throat, and it'd be very easy to choke. How about just regular eating? You couldn't oh, choke just regular eating something. Just regular choking, eating from uh, doing sword swallowing and other things in the sideshow. I've got pretty good control. I can usually cough something up or down however I want. And you get any uh, infections? How do you uh, prevent that crap? I just uh, try and stay as healthy as I can, you know. But it knocks I, all nine on that fucking car. Yeah, right. Clears yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this should kill sperm. It should kill everything else, yeah. right? right? Here's right. the reverse. All right, now he's oh, sticking he's the condom in completely mouth. in his mouth, shoving it deep in. And now he's going to suck it out of his nose, it looks like. Here he goes. Oh. <laughs> he's blowing a big condom bubble with his nose. I don't care where you go. A guy with a condom hanging out of his nose is pretty fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> I got to give you that. Lizard man, that rocks. And now he's pulling out it out of his go. nostril. Wow. Got to wrap that up through the responsible thing. <laughs> oh, wow. Hey, you do the dart trick? I shouldn't call them tricks. Yeah, they're not tricks, really. They're stunts. No, no. Yeah, I know they're not tricks. But yes, we do. We do do the darts on stage. My, we, uh, we've done that. 
Really? We had a guy come in. He wanted to plug his business, so we said, "All right, let us throw darts at your back, and every dart that's you know we hit you in the back with, you could uh, plug your business." Yeah, we like tape some newspaper over his spine. That's fair trade, I believe. That's that's fair trade. So we wouldn't paralyze him, and then we throw. I hit him in the shoulder blade with one. I swear, like clunk where it hit his his bone. Yeah, we we do that for the crowd. Actually, uh, before Disturbed, we give them the, uh, that's their chance to yell and scream and, and get remembered by the do. We give them uh, a few in the back, and then I take a few in the chest and the stomach. Oof. So we just kind of spin around like a whirly game and let them go. The fun. tattoos are well done, too. It's like they're yeah. smooth and, yeah, yeah, it just looks. Yeah, yeah, it's good work. Yeah, it's not like all very weird. You get a better look at the rest of it. Very good work. He's taking off his uh, hoodie. The Jaeger Holy hoodie. Holy crap. Wow. That is pretty cool. With the Takes word, on uh, almost an Egyptian thing. Chest. Uh, actually, I turn around. You see on my back, there's uh, different parts of my back are scarred up in the black. They're actually not mistakes in the tattoos. They're the scars from darts <laughs> and from hanging by hooks. Oh, you 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 do the hook on, on your back and <laughs> and like every like every lizard, he's a little chubby, <laughs> <laughs> a little flabby got snake a little re- man. Got a little reserve for the winter. What do you need? <laughs> well, he still has a piece of antelope there that hasn't fucking digested. Let's just don't eat antelope. <laughs> That's where he constricted somebody and it's like, hey, it's still. It's amazing that at 145 pounds, I'm getting weight comments from Patrice, isn't it? Yeah, fucking Patrice. I can't believe it. I know I'm a mess, but I thought the snake man was going to be all, you know. Well, his whole body's uh, tattooed. We got video that Steve's. Uh, what uh, that's amazing. Well, I noticed that you didn't just go with an entire body of, of scales. Well, I, it seemed to me like I needed to break it up a little bit, so I looked at different things that were out there and I thought that some different markings would be good. And there was sort of a practical thing. Like I said, we started with my back piece uh-huh. that, you know, be- when I designed it, I'd never had a tattoo. So I didn't know if I was going to sit down and be the ultimate pussy and go, ow, no, I can't do this and screw have, up the whole have project. Have one green scale on your back yeah. for the rest of your life. So what we decided to do was start off with the black pieces and the tattoo. So he goes, if you can sit from one of these black pieces, you'll make it through the whole thing. So it's like, start with my shoulder blade. He drilled it out and I was like, Okay, that's not what I'd call fun, but I can do this. And it's just like a, a tattoo of a black mesh that starts the whole thing. Yeah, and then, and then, then they fill, fill in, the in with the green. So I've seen, you know, you still got black mesh on your chest. But what about the other, like the swirly uh, black things? Those yeah, those are just the the markings, and I figured it'd be nice to to kind of break it up and and have something there. I've also I've just really always been a fan too of the visuals of large, heavy black tattooing. The different cultures they come from, I'm like that's a good look. It's a good design, and it, most of it is visual because it's a, a visual art form as a performer. It does almost have like some kind of Egyptian look to it. Yeah, it's they're they're it's partially clean, motivated clean. by different. Uh, Different island cultures, like I say, some of the Egyptian, the mosaics, and, and things that are What's out there. What's your very really first cool. tattoo? Is it visible? Is, uh, these shoulder pieces, the upper back. Upper back. And you was empty black. before that. Yeah, Absolutely no. clear. All I had before that was I'd had my ears pierced. Are you done tattooing? No, I've got probably about 700 hours in and another 200 to go. What are you going to do next? Just, Just fill, fill in, in the empty green? scales, yeah. All these all these scales will be filled in completely green. Oh, it's not going to be the mesh. Those yeah, yeah. This is this is right now. This is just the in progress. Gotcha. It's just a matter of getting that all filled in. And that has to heal for a little while and then right. to the next. Takes me, I can usually do about 8 to 10 hours at a time, and that takes about a week, week and a half to heal fully. And then we're good. Damn. We go up to another one. Wow. I think I can get this strap around this chair show you the ears. All right. Actually, you know what would even be better for for weight if Patrice will help me? I can probably pull him with my ears. Holy shit. Patrice, how much you weigh? I weigh about upwards of uh, three. 
Upwards of three. Yeah. He's putting just to get a visual through his ear piercings. He's putting those big, like parachute fastening clips. That's like the clips that hold your parachute canopy on. Okay. All right, now and he's got Patrice and big right. straps and no. Patrice on the chair. And now. Yes, Patrice with his earlobe piercing across the studio. Oh my dear sweet lord! And tell you, I don't believe him. I think he's playing up the fat man angle. He in a pound over two eighty. Got <laughs> a pound over two eighty. He has the strength of a thousand snakes. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. He's fucking God. You know what? Damn. Great, great power comes great responsibility. You know that. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. Wow. Actually, uh, I Holy I shit. hold the Guinness. Are they not, not going to snap the earlobe doing that? No, I've actually built these up over time. I can do I can do a deadlift of around 50 to 60 pounds, and I set a record that Guinness is now deciding if they'll certify or not. I pulled a Geo Metro the length of a football field with my ears last summer now, for a car commercial, and they didn't give it to me. It was an audition taping, and Jesus. they didn't give me the spot. Why didn't they give you the spot? <laughs> they thought it was too extreme that people would be turned off by it. Ah, they look bad. Like if your metro, company. Yeah. your metro breaks down, you need this guy to pull you to a service <laughs> station. Right. When are they gonna show it during uh, Everybody Loves Raymond? Right yeah. after his little. Some towing company ought to be on the phone to me right now. Actually, are you making? Hallmark are you channel. making up your own medical? Like, are you just like deciding? Like, just now you pulled me, but I, right. did you make a decision? That your ears can withstand that kind of thing. You made the uh, decision, or somebody said, you know, you can, well, you can do this. Lifting stuff with piercings has actually been around popularly for about 200 years. There's a guy named Rasmus Nielsen in the 1700s that was doing anvils and pulling Rasmus people in wagons. Nielsen. So yeah, yeah. Just I look at I look around the world, and anytime I see somebody do something, this is how I got started. I started out as a fire eater, fire breather, bed of nails and stuff when I was in high school. I was just really curious. I was like, if your body can do that. Can my body do that? And I wanted to push myself and find my limits. And it became, you know, now I've been doing this for more than 15 years that I've reached a level. It's kind of like a sprinter doesn't start off being world class. Yeah. But if they train really hard and do it forever, they reach a level that most other people will never get to. What's the one stunt you hate doing? The stunt that, uh, probably the, one of the worst stunts because it's the one that goes wrong the most often oh, is no. putting my hand into a steel raccoon trap. Because it's very easy. What you want to do is when you get your hand in there, it snaps down. And I'm trying to get it on the flats of the bones to minimize it. But the the distance is such that I hit my knuckles all the time. And I end up oh. with these big swollen knuckles. And, of course, I'll usually do at least two shows a night or at least five or six shows in a week. So to come back the next day with your knuckle busted like you just punched a brick wall and have yeah. to put it back in a trap kind of oh, sucks. Oh, wow. And the, and hanging from the meat hooks, that's no hanging, big deal? Hanging from the hooks I actually enjoy. I do that for fun, basically. That's something now, that, that is no trick at all. No they are actual true. hooks. Actual hooks. That go in your back. The only picture I have with me right now is on my phone. If you guys want to... Look at that, pass it around. Yeah, those are two nine-gauge hooks. I hung 150 feet off a crane over the Gulf of Mexico with a bunch of my buddies. And, and the skin's not going to split. Um, what it is is you need a thick enough gauge of a hook. Yeah. And the tensile strength of skin is much more than people think. You I are mean, we've bleeding had, like a motherfucker. Yeah, that's after coming down, the tension's taken off, so it allows the blood to flow out. Doing suspension is, like I say, it, it's fun for us, and if you do it correctly, you got to learn where to pierce, what equipment to use. The group that I work with, TSD, is the oldest, longest-running group of suspenders. What does that stand for? Traumatic Stress Discipline. <laughs> yeah. 
Wow. And we're we're the team that did uh, did Ripley's as well. Did the crane mobile for them and assisted on the helicopter uh, flight for Joey Strange. And right. you know, basically modern suspension, especially in the West, comes through the group. You working on any new tricks? I'm always working on. I've been uh, working on new stunts. Sorry, new stunts. It's yeah, you know, it's it's sad. I think people people do get it when I come out because I I open the show coming out with a deck of cards, and the first thing I say is I'm like, all right, you know, I get the audience up there and we go through the whole thing setting up a card trick, and all I say is I'm like. All right, go find a fucking magician because I don't do card tricks. Everything you're gonna hear, see from here on out is real. Right. And they understand it. And so what I'm working on now is a lot of uh, different things because I've had to basically take fire out of my act since Great White. So I'm replacing wow, those what elements. A bummer. Yeah. Great White ruined everything. Yeah. Hottest act in the world for 40 seconds and then everybody else suffers. A good You know, there's a little girl that does. Um, I don't know her name, but she scratches her eyeball. You ever? Yeah, scratches her eyeball. She scratches her fucking eyeball. Yeah, and like chews her, her finger. Eyeball. Chews her fingers down to the bone. To the bone, man. You know, that uh, sounds like yeah. OCD, really. <laughs> and she's only like four. I think it's Gabby. Her name's Gabby, and she told me to tell little you her Gabby. fucking hack. <laughs> they had a story little on the Gabby. news yesterday. <laughs> Gabby will be working for me in six months. Get her. They had a story on the news yesterday, just to help you along here. Mm-hmm. A girl that doesn't feel any pain. She feels really? no pain. She's like she's five got... or something like that. So, so. Her parents, I guess, weren't watching her as well as they should have, and right. um, she was chewing her fingers until it got right down to the bone, just about. So they wow. pulled all her teeth out, and then she was scratching her. Yeah, this eyeball. sounds like model parenting, right yeah. here to me. <laughs> she was scratching her eyeball, and she did that to the point where her eye was so damaged that had to be removed. So she's slowly just kind of disassembling so just herself. Pieces, uh, away from her. Now that I'd pay to see. Because of bad parenting. Yeah, yeah. That's the. That's Your parents into what you do? Actually, my parents uh, came and they'd seen me on TV before. My dad helped me build my first bed of nails. He was basically my first consultant for sort of some of the engineering. What a great father-son project. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> build a bed of nails. Love is love, isn't it? Some, it uh, is what it is. Some of them build the uh, soapbox derby cars. <laughs> Are your parents squares? Like too. regular squares? Uh, my dad is a mountain warfare instructor for the 110 uh, division in the army and my mom is a retired elementary school teacher wow wow that should have turned out just like a soldier kid i actually turned down an appointment to the naval academy to go to art school really yep very good i was a national merit scholar varsity athlete that's you know i'm like dude it's for me it's all about the performance in the art what what did you do athletic i was i played soccer and tennis in high school and then i played eight years of rugby when i got out between college and uh, i was i was a hooker Eight yeah. years of hooking. I got yeah. the bad vertebrae to prove it. <laughs> right on. Uh, any other uh, stunts you want to do before we um, move on here? I got a couple of things that fit my nose, if you want. I got the, the screwdriver. This one, actually, I put my thing back in. This one's kind of cool. This is uh, because lots of people will do screwdrivers and other tools, but this one took me a little bit of control to get. So you'll you'll see the moment when you see the part that's a little different. Instead of just sliding in, you go about part way, and you kind of... Let it slide in. Wow. Head. You got to actually release the sinus patches. Wow. Down. Right. Yeah. And then you kind of. Very nice. He let it slide right yeah. in and then back out of his. And then he licks it clean. <laughs> God damn. You got to have the flourish, man. That that has the flourish. fucked up shit. Someone <laughs> has a great question. How much has the tattooing cost you? Uh, most of my tattooing has been done on a friendly basis. But and what, what would it be if uh, just normal? Oh, if, if if it was an in, if it was an insurance quote, it would be pushing a quarter million dollars. Wow. 
Because we did that for some show, wanted to know, and they actually took me to an insurance adjuster. And he figured out the hourly rate of the tattoo artist versus what it would take to repair and everything else. And they're like, yeah, we'd probably want a quarter million from you to wow. insure it. And what, uh, one guy did uh, all your work? been broken up by two guys. I started out in upstate New York. Uh, for the first couple of years, but I moved to Texas. I had a friend of mine in Dallas take over the work. So it's been basically uh, Mad Pup in Upstate and then Mike Tidwell in Dallas. Where in Upstate, New York? Uh, Plattsburgh. Oh, Plattsburgh. Okay. Yeah. I actually grew up 30 miles northwest of Plattsburgh from went to high school. All you got to do is plug them, and that's, that's your payment? Is just to plug them? Yeah, I'm just the uh, the walking billboard. Mm. Yeah. yeah. They'd probably do it if I never said anything. Do you know Scorch? Scorch. Oh, up in uh... <laughs> everyone knows Scorch yeah, from the Scorch. Kingdom of Nakedness. Scorch, Scorch, how you doing, man? What's going on, guys? What's up, Scorch? Not much. We're just kind of chilling out. I'm glad you got Lizard Man. Hey, Lizard Man, what up, man? Scorch is one of our uh, radio friends. He does morning radio in Syracuse, New York. But I don't sound like I'm having a constipation fit with you. <laughs> we all like imitating Scorch around here. Hey, it's one of our favorite pastimes. The Naked of... Militia. Well, is it? Is it? Yeah, it's the Naked Militia now? Yeah, thenakedmilitia.com. And yeah. you're going to be having a Naked Militia Christmas party? Yeah, and you guys are more than invited. I thought you already said you were coming up, right? Yeah, of course we will. We'll <laughs> <laughs> be the only two there. <laughs> are we on the air with you guys again? Uh, not just yet. You will be in a second. But right now we're playing... Uh, uh, Aretha Franklin. Uh, what's your name? Uh, Roberta Flack. What's what song? I I don't know how to love him. Wait, what happened to you? Have you guys changed format again? Every time I go up there and see him for the convention in Syracuse, he's got three new formats. He's yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Right now we're playing Metallica. So oh, okay. You're scared right. us. I'm like, what happened to our pal Scorch? <laughs> Here's Roberta Flack, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. You can do it, though. So what's going on in the in the, the world of satellite radio? We're loving uh, Lizard Guy over here, man. Lizard Man, unbelievable. Has he put, his, uh, has he put your finger through his nose yet? No. Yeah, see, we usually find the girl that works at the radio station, make her put her pinky through my nose without telling her what's going on. You want to see a girl dance in one spot. It's great. Hey, man, you coming back up here in January? Uh, I actually can't make it this year because the tour already has me. From January 4th through February 23rd, I'm doing the second leg of this tour with Blood Simple and Disturbed. Yeah. Uh, good for you, man. Yeah. Sorry, Scorch, you're going to have to settle for uh, someone else. <laughs> Cockroach guy. <laughs> hey, hey, Scorch, what kind of radio bits you doing these days? Uh, well, you listen to our promos every day on myspace.com backslash the naked militia. <laughs> uh, today, we are doing uh, nothing. Hold on, we got... Someone just handed me a Scorch uh, demo. Oh, okay. I got Scorch as uh, one of my friends on MySpace. Uh, do you really? Of course. Uh, we got some uh, promos, I guess. Oh, here we go. Uh, Jesus. This is Scorch, the Naked Militia. This is the show intro. Scorch. And the Naked Militia. This is should be played at high volume, preferably in a residential area. Yes, it's wake-up time. Five minutes after six o'clock. War morning, man. Seventy-three already. Heading up to about uh, ninety-five to one hundred today. I mean, no offense, but that's just a little too toasty for me. And it is uh, Syracuse's rock station with the best classic rock and the best new rock. Oh, it's Rock with the Five the Dog. All right, listen. That's to me. nice. Listen yeah, to nice. me. The best classic rock and the best new rock? Well, I get paid $14 an hour to say that. <laughs> yeah. I, lo I love when commercial radio stations say that stuff, though. It's like, 
why are you playing the best classic rock and the best new rock, and all the other stations are purposely picking out the the worst classic rock? <laughs> We're not playing the best of anything, believe me. They're God. playing the obscure fog hat because they just don't know any better. <laughs> not something. playing the best of anything. Listen to them bashing. Well, that is why. That is why I can't wait till the third week of January when I finally get on XM full time. Is that what's going on, Scorch? Uh, I'm not really at liberty yeah. to say. Not at liberty? Yeah. Then we would know by now. Yeah, you would know by now. We're making all the decisions. Don't you know that yet? Come on over, man. <laughs> we're going to at some point. i got to wait for Paulie to finish up with his contract. He's working for uh, the Gay Radio Network. And I always hear you guys talk about guys in radio that sit and listen to XM and Dream. I'm that guy. Yeah, I really? know everyone is listening to XM out there. This used to be the... Uh, this used to be like the the goof of radio, satellite radio, years ago. Yeah. Uh, people on regular radio looked at it like, uh, oh, well, satellite radio. Now it's at the point where who doesn't want to come over here and uh, be able to speak your mind, do what the fuck you want, and just have a blast. Oops, are you on the air now? No, but that's just so cool to hear someone say that. Uh, it's, it's that's a, nothing. It's a blast, man. <laughs> Well, just the fact, you know, and you guys said it, and we'll say it too. If you get on satellite just to say this or that, then you're that's crap. But if you just to be able to say what's on your mind without worrying about it, God bless, man. That's a good. That's thing. it. Now hey. everyone wants to come over. Do you have a bit called "Would You Let Ron Jeremy Violate You"? Well, we did a bit <laughs> for ten million bucks. It was a ten million dollar question. Would you let Ron Jeremy violate you on your Thanksgiving table? It came up at one of our pool parties during the summer and with a bunch of guys talking about <laughs> in front of your parents and everything. Yeah, in front of your parents. What about you guys? Would you do it? But how much do you get? Ten, ten million, million bucks. bucks. Ten million? Yeah. For Ron Jeremy to butt fuck you. Yeah. Uh, on the Thanksgiving uh, table. Me, we uh, at Territorial Terrestrial Radio prefer a violate. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> but we, we all know what that means. Violate could be he uses one of those old 50s blackjacks and takes your money. You know? <laughs> we, we like being right to the point That's here. That's right. And uh, uh, let's see, 10 million. No! <laughs> What are you crazy? Ten million bucks. See, you what got you no, no. You got to ask someone that's poor, Scorch. Yeah, exactly. We make ten million a week. I believe me. Why do you think I want a part of that? Matter then you got to turn around to Ron and go, I don't know how to quit you. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys doing? Yeah, you guys talking about the gay cowboy movie yet? Broke Brad, broke back mountain. Oh, we talked about that the other day. Yeah. We, we were like doing little bits and pieces on that. Yeah. Have you seen it? It's wonderful. Uh, Paulie is going to see it for us because he takes care of all the gay stuff on the show. <laughs> yeah, we got to send someone to the movie theater as they're coming out of Brokeback Mountain. Hey, did you guys do Feels for Meals this year? Uh, no, once again, you we know, got shut course, down. Again, they shut us down. Uh, there's just see, no way to get that one off the ground. See, we can't do everything on satellite radio. Prostitution uh, is fact, prostitution, even in space. Matter of fact, the lawyers <laughs> never got back to us on Feels for Meals this year. They didn't even bother. Huh? You should do it for Christmas. Well, we got the idea for Christmas. Are we going to do um, uh, Money Snatch? Yeah, we want to do the Money Snatch. <laughs> We're doing Money Snatch. we got to start getting women for the Money Snatch game. We got We should do it next week because Christmas is almost here. Yeah, let's start getting here. women uh, for the Money Snatch. It's great. Uh, it's like one of those things where you put a, a woman in a room full of money, and the money blows all over the place, and the more she can grab uh, and come out with... It's a cute bit. Uh, that's all the how morning much she gets to keep. But uh, ours is different. they got to... Put it in their most intimate of areas, if I could be radio safe. And uh, whether they roll it up or, uh, or shove it in, whatever, they have to come out with the money right up there, and then they get to keep it. They got to be completely nude. Totally, totally nude. Totally nude for the money snatch game. 
So now, uh, in a couple of weeks or so, myself and Paul are going to come down and hang out with you guys in the studio. Is that cool? Nice. Have yeah. the scorch in with us. Yeah. You could uh, hang out and do the show with us uh, the whole time you're in New York. And I promise you that I won't bring Gooner with me this time. Who the hell is that? Remember Gooner, the kid I brought with me when you guys were in New York City? He was Gilligan on the real Gilligan's Island. No clue. You remember that kid? I brought him into the show with you. Yeah, he came. Oh, uh, we remember everyone that comes by you to say hi to us. Everybody. Yeah, sure we do. <laughs> but, uh, you remember Dave Dickless? Uh, yeah, he, he never know. came to visit. Brucey e. Mittman did. <laughs> All right, wait. We got some audio of Would You Let Ron Jeremy Violate You? All right, let's for ten million bucks. <laughs> would you let Ron Jeremy violate you in front of your parents on the Thanksgiving Day table? <laughs> Jeremy, would you let him do it? Sure, I would. And then after that, they'd have to pay me another ten and a half million to let him stop. <laughs> hey, John, what's up, man? Hey, how you doing, man? How are you? Yeah, I would definitely let him stop like a turkey. <laughs> oh, hey. hey, is that our own uh, Sam doing some voice work for you? Uh, we, what, laughing and stuff? No. no Sam I, wasn't here then, actually. Sam wasn't here yet. Oh, well, you sound like Sam a little bit then. Yeah, Paulie definitely sounds like Sam. Paulie sounds a little bit like Sam, our, our old intern. Yeah. Who's now our new intern. Sam's a good worker, though. Sam is in the other studio uh, checking out our show today. Do you think that he's part black? Yes. Yeah, there's Absolutely. something going on. We were talking about that. Yeah, Sam, come on in he and say hi. We totally got Lizzie White. In the studio. We got Scorch on the phone from Syracuse. He's doing his morning show. Are we uh, simulcasted to Syracuse right now? Yeah. All right. You're, we're on the air with Scorch. We're going to be on the air in 50 seconds. Uh, 50 seconds, and then we'll keep it clean. <laughs> well, when you guys guys do your break, just start talking, okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, I'm going to trust you. <laughs> <laughs> You're on delay, right? I'm going to trust you. No, we don't have a delay. Oh. Well, what if we promise we won't curse this We won't time? curse. No. Uh, no. Oh, so we're not going to be on with you. We might have you on for a second. You're all over the country. At least give us a little taste. Give us Syracuse. <laughs> we we swear we won't curse. Okay, hang on one second. All right. And we got Sam in studio. He used to work for us. And he, yeah. he now works for uh, Scorch. Hi, this is Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say hi to Lizard Man? How's it going, Lizard Man? Hi, Sam. Rock 105, the dog. Syracuse is rock station. Scorch and Paulie. And we're being joined by uh, the big time. I guess we can call it the big time, right? The guys who actually make money in this business. Of course, they're not on terrestrial radio, that's why. Uh, from XM Satellite Network, it's Opie and Anthony. My Scorch. Boy. There up, he Scorch? is, our buddy Scorch. Hey, uh, thank you guys for joining us. I know that like you really don't like me and you talk nasty about me, but at least... Why would you get that idea? We've been pals since the old uh, WAAF days in, in Boston. I can honestly say I listen to these guys all the time. They always have nothing but nice things to say about you. Love it's, the Scorch. Uh, it, it's so good. I, uh, I live vicariously through you, and it's good that uh, I... I love to see all the successes you guys have had. I love the uh, Naked Militia. I want to come to the Naked Militia Party. Yeah, what's the Naked Militia Party all about? Uh, we're going to have it at Hooters. It's going to be this coming Monday night. And it is going to be... So you're going to hang out with a bunch of naked guys at Hooters. <laughs> Your career has really taken off since we've uh, last seen you, Scorch. Well, now I'm with men. Chicken wings and naked men. That's uh, <laughs> that's so wonderful. Some things don't change, in other words. Well, I don't understand about Scorch. He started with the... the, the the kingdom of nakedness, right? right. Yeah. Now it's the of naked. naked militia, but he, yeah. he doesn't actually get naked. Well, do you want to see me naked? I don't want to see you naked, but I'm just thinking if you're coming up with this unbelievable concept called the naked militia, that Opie, there'd be nudity all over the goddamn place. This shows you where you're at, because how do you know he doesn't have chicks in the naked militia? Thank you, Anthony. 
right. that are naked walking because around. Because he does the same type of show we do, and when we do our appearances, how many chicks do you see, Anthony? Two. It's a sausage. <laughs> <laughs> God damn! I want to be on satellite. Like, we I've been had doing this show two for girls. Months. No, I've never seen a naked person yet. Uh, no, in not one. In the militia, we got Lizard Man in studio today. Oh, yeah. too. oh that's right. Hey, Lizard Man. How you doing? He's helping out. Uh, uh, disturbed. Live in Syracuse. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> Who needs satellite when you could be on in the queues? <laughs> right. You know. You know. If I wasn't, if the tour didn't have me locked up, you know, I'd be back up there for Am Jam again. I love Jeannie, and I love going up there to see you guys. No doubt. You, You've definitely done that remix you did of the Snoop Dogg song for yeah. me uh, a couple years ago. One of the best pieces I've ever had done for me. What was that? He did uh, the Holiday Inn song. Yeah. Because we had the convention at a Holiday Inn. Replaced everything with Lizard Man. It was chilling with Lizard Man at the Holiday Inn. Oh, that's we pretty did the cool. whole remix up there. I think that's, you know, he's spending all his hours doing that. He, uh, you getting the 14 bucks an hour for that, too? <laughs> well, I got that was on the house. It was, uh, that was brutal. It was part of my job with it. Said, you got to go in the studio and do something, so I did. <laughs> how's uh, Syracuse treating you? Yeah, how's this commercial radio working out for you? Uh, I want to be on satellite radio. Are you allowed yeah. to, like, fart and stuff? Yeah, somehow? I mean, I'm allowed to do a little bit more than most, luckily. Uh, so I'm because not, you're what they call under the radar. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> as excited as other people have been, but uh, yeah, it's still not. Uh, it's still. I wanted to talk radio. Maybe the fact that our station can't afford a program director. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? You don't have a program director no, right we now? We don't have anything. We broadcast out of a broom closet. Nice, no boss. So hey, now, let's, uh, hang on one second. Let's uh, continue the music. It's. Ah, uh, 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 wait a minute! You said you don't have a no. program director, you pussy. <laughs> Forget the music. Screw Come the on. music. We For once, you got entertaining radio and you're gonna go play what fog hat or something talk show scorch talk show we're talking this is how we did it we blew off the music no matter how bad brucey right. mitman yelled at us to anybody <laughs> if you want to become a talk show host you got to just start talking you blow off the music what dumb song do you have to play you know what i'm gonna blow it off what song did you have to play there i'm gonna blow it off i was what, gonna play what live. was it what was it i was gonna play lightning crash from live but i'm just gonna blow it off <laughs> lightning <laughs> crash terrific <laughs> Lightning crashes. Like, your listeners want to hear that crappy song one more time. <laughs> Lightning crashes. I can understand if you blow us off from Metallica or Godsmack or Disturbed, but live? Lightning crashes. We haven't played Disturbed in two years, I don't think. Why? Really? Yeah, we used to play that stuff. What about Land of Confusion? Genesis. Yeah, we play the Genesis version. No, no. no, you can't play the Genesis Disturbed. version. You haven't heard Disturbed do Land of Confusion yet? Uh, yeah, we have. We just can't play it. Why? Uh, it's one of those things. <laughs> Come, Scorch, you got to break the rules, man. Wait, what is going on, Scorch? You said you don't have a program director. Who do you have to listen to? We have a boss that actually fired me and put me on with Scorch. <laughs> That's what? <a> <laughs> Damn. Wait, so who's running the station? The operations manager. Ah, uh, you got one of those? I thought you were, man. <laughs> uh, like Apocalypse Now over there. <laughs> Our, our program director sitting in the studio with you, Sam. Uh, <laughs> oh, Sam is the program director. Our intern is your program quite director. quickly in the Pretty radio much. industry. God, we didn't see this talent when he was working for us. <laughs> we had to have an equal opportunity to think, so we hired the first black guy we found. That was Sam. He's not quite black, is he? He's he's about 1% black, I'm thinking. Uh, Patrice, you think he's black? Yeah. Our old There's intern. In there. No, he's black, right? Yeah. He, he says he's related to Thomas Jefferson. This guy's related to Thomas Jefferson. Yeah. So I'm thinking Thomas Jefferson had a little thing with Somebody the slave girl. Diddled a, yeah. Yep. And then uh, throughout the years, uh, some of that uh, uh, black blood 
Look at him. Still, still He's looking at me face. like, how dare you? Like, <laughs> nigga hair, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry about that. <laughs> you can still say that. You, I you, you had a scale, didn't you? One huh? to ten on a scale of blackness. You gave me a one. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. one. Not he's a point one. five, but he's got that percentage. That's, that's how it goes. In there. We had a black chart made because of Sam, Scorch. Yeah. Are we still on with you guys or no? Yeah. Because we're not going to waste our good stuff if we're, <laughs> if we're not on in uh, Syracuse. This is so we could get subscriptions from yes. Syracuse. That's right. We're, yeah, we're yeah, using you there. to get more people to tune into the uh, Opie and Anthony oh show. XM Syracuse is XM oh, Satellite so Radio. Opie and Anthony on High Voltage <laughs> Channel 202. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Matt in New York. Matt, what's up? Matt. You motherfucker. I just switched over to the dog and you're playing Bon Jovi shot through the heart in a block of commercials. What the fuck? Scorch? <laughs> Scorch? Ramon! <laughs> Scorch? What's up? Are we still on or not? Not at this point now, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Someone said you were playing... I'm playing Scorch is a lion douchebag! Wait a minute, we weren't on and you said we were on? No, we're on. He said that uh, we have a, a listener oh. that's calling from Syracuse that says you were playing Bon Jovi. <laughs> oh, he's on crack. He just wants to be an oh, ONA fan. Uh, I'm listening now. I hear commercials. Want me to yeah, I'm commercials right to now. To believe that, you'd have to believe somebody was actually in Syracuse and listening. <laughs> oh, oh, Sam. That was oh, Sam. You're, uh, <laughs> you're in turn. Uh, score, so now we're in commercials? So now I'm in commercials, yes. Well, Is, when did you go to commercials? I just hit a... Right when, uh, right when that guy said, uh, "Fuck." Yeah. Uh, Kevin in New York says Sam had a black girlfriend in high school. Yes, he yes, I did. I had a couple. I dated a couple black chicks. Yeah. 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 Might as well keep it in the family. It's a weird look, though. It's like he's. It's like he can pass for white. Like he can pass for white. It's like a Jewish thing and a and a. Yeah, and the rock uh, thing. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's something going on in his red hair. He's just a real. He's like one percent uh, black. But yeah, it's the, the the nappy hair he's got. My ex girlfriend's mom said I was ethnically ethnically ambiguous. Yeah, I can't yeah, really a, figure yeah, it out. Yeah, really it out. yeah, he could be yeah. Irish, black, he's not Italian, Irish. Jewish. No, no he could be black Irish. No one's mother is quite comfortable with his look. <laughs> no, <Asian. laughs> All right, too close. <laughs> We're gonna have to say goodbye to Scorch for now. All right, nice. Scorch stir. We'll talk to you again soon. Always a pleasure. Thanks, man. Nakedblitzer.com. Right. Totally nude. <laughs> totally nude with Scorch. I don't know. I don't know Scorch, man. But it's it's sad. It's this tough in this business where you know you can hear he he is a rebel kind of yeah. guy. And he just can't be. He's been beaten and down. And he doesn't want to, like, be a pussy in front of you guys, but he was sneaking playing <laughs> commercial. Yeah, yeah, and I don't yeah. know him enough to, like, you know, that's no, your you friend. got it down. But just listening to him, and you it's just it. like, yeah, all right, fuck that, y'all. Yeah. It's just like he's playing by crest. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's, he's just totally trying. got it. It's just it. so we sad, We talked to him out of playing the song. He was nervous that he was on too long talking. Yeah. We were able to get that past him. But then he, I think the nervousness just got to him. Like, oh, I'm going to play a song. And it's like, no, don't I, play this song. I guarantee he just hit the spots before that guy even cursed. Oh, yeah. when, when, as soon as you get that, that slight, I don't want to burn a bridge feeling in your yeah, life. Yeah, man. Yeah. I used to be like that. where just petrified. stomp through like Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Just, and then at some point you just go, it's right golden handcuffs. And, and something just, gets wrecked. And you're shit, like, I feel ah. bad for Scorch, man. I don't even know the guy. I'm sorry. Right. He's a good dude. Right. Thanks, We love Scorch, Listen, man, we want to thank you for stopping by, too. Thank you for having me in here. You want to leave us with anything? Going or you Let me see. I think uh, you went through your. I think I think I, I think today, I got right? through what I brought in here. I'm yeah. trying to think here if there's anything else we got. Um, I'd love. To I like see to look it. around for like household items and be like, hey, what can we do with that? I'd see him like lay that? a can over his fingers. I wonder if I can. That'd be great. Hold on. 
I wish he wow. wasn't married. Yeah, you can have a, him in here. Soup can have him work on a yeah, work I don't think on we a, have a soup can. Crotch. Let me see if I can. All right, he's doing something. Give the old nose grab. Yeah. Oh, he's he's writing. He's writing he's with got the, the pen, pen that's in his nose. Up his. Oh, it's got to be uh, a. Yeah. I got to get one of those small felt tips because uh, you guys want this back. I'll just leave it. Yeah, get that out of here. Got with you a little right? souvenir. Yeah, we got plenty it's of pens. pens. <laughs> you can have that one. That's great. You guys can get some more pens. Yeah. You're gonna be all right. So what are we plugging today? Because we got to uh, hit some spots ourselves. So oh, it's it's all about uh, Jägermeister and Disturbed Jägermeister and uh, being down the Jägermeister Music Tour. Yep, JägermeisterMusicTour.com and Jäger.com. Because it's uh, we've got the tour out and we've got you know obviously Coc and Disturbed. Uh, doing the show and the whole tour, but Jaeger.com as well. We've got a band program, almost 200 bands, I believe, currently. Um, they go back and forth, and they really do do a good job. They not only take care of the bands, bring me out as an MC. When I'm out on my own, they're sponsoring me and hooking me up as well. So they do get behind a lot of stuff that, uh, I mean, you just got to look at me. Obviously, corporate sponsors are not beating down my door, but no. Jaegermeister takes good care of me. I right. love Jaeger. <laughs> Jaegermeistertour.com, and it's Disturbed and Corrosive Conformity in New York City tonight. That's right, and we've got at the Dope. Nokia Theater. Yeah. We got Dope oh, opening Dope's up the show. Playing? Dope is opening up the show for us both nights here in New York. Dope's all right, man. We did some <laughs> stuff with them uh, back in the day. Yeah, they're they're great. All yeah. right, very cool. cool. And, and do you have a personal website? I do. Uh, TheLizardMan.com. TheLizardMan.com. <laughs> Try and keep it simple for people. <laughs> cool. Thanks, uh, Lizardman. Cool. Thanks for having me in, guys. We have a secret. We'll tell you the secret next. Stay there. What is Ben laughing at? What are you laughing at? And we're back with the Opie and Anthony program on XM Satellite Radio. Patrice O'Neill in studio. Good afternoon. What do you think of Lizard Man? What is it, one in the afternoon? Man? <laughs> it's one o'clock somewhere. <laughs> oh my God, I know, right? God damn. <laughs> it's funny, Lizard Man is, was so like a adjusted conversationalist. Is you think you come in going? Yeah, yeah. I'm a snake. But he's like, yeah, you know, I uh, cut my face. And, uh. Well, that's the the point I was making because there's other guys that do this. And the guy that uh, is living his life like a cat, he's a creepy dude. One of them guys. He, yeah, he's doing this. When he stretches in the morning, yeah, it's yeah, the Bruce Lee back stretch. Yeah, he's taking a little uh, a little too seriously. Remember yesterday we did the news tease on the mall Santa? Yeah. We we got that story, got by the, the way. Got the story? You told the guys to get it. We have that. Now, the tease uh, was that this... Uh, the Santa in the store and the elves that helped the Santa in the department store, right. they, they sent in an undercover camera right. because, as they said, money is more important than the kids to these people. That's right. And we'll, we'll expose what they're doing tomorrow. And I was like, what could they possibly be doing? Well, we got it. We'll go over it in a second. We but, have the uh, answer, finally. Yes, but we have a secret. Calling all pests. Calling all pests. We need, like, a pest signal. Like the bat signal. Kind of like uh, the bat signal. All of a sudden we're, you know, bam. Don't you have that bee in the jar sound? Ugh. <laughs> thing is horrible. Spray roach. <laughs> just sounds like a nasty uh, yeah. pest. A fan and some roach spray on top of the roof. <laughs> mm, let me see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get away. There you go. There you go. Anthony's on to something. When you hear this. Get, a- get away. We're calling all yeah. pests. Calling all Stop. pests. Get away. Alert the media. I'm not a pest. We have a secret. Alert the media. They do everything for us now. We don't even have to tell them half the time. They're defending us on message boards. We don't even know about at this point. Yep. They just are just uh, all-knowing. They're everywhere. They are. They're uh, they're working for the enemy, and the enemy doesn't even know it. They are pests. They're pretty much everywhere now. Infiltrators. Now, if I give out this secret, we're expecting a lot of pests. Uh-huh. 
to uh, get involved with this secret. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the secret is, who wants free lunch? Who wants free lunch? Who who wants free lunch? Who who wants free lunch? Right. Who who wants free lunch? That's right, Anthony. Going to be hungry? Uh, I'm going to be very hungry Friday. Friday. I'm going to be extremely hungry Friday. Mm -hmm. How many of you pests out there are hungry and need a free lunch on Friday? Well, we here tell. A nice, warm, free lunch of goodness. Mm. Could, could be waiting for you. <laughs> Who wants free lunch? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Who wants to wear their Opie and Anthony t-shirts under their bulky coats? And then at the right time, make sure everyone knows you're there for free lunch. Right. Because <laughs> there's going to be a big announcement tomorrow, boys and girls. A big announcement. Yeah. From that prick Howard Stern, who who, he's gonna he's gonna uh, treat a lot of listeners to a free lunch on Friday. Free lunch on Friday? Is that what he's doing? Free lunch on Friday. Where? And I think our pests need to be there with their Opie and Anthony T-shirts. Where? At the Hard Rock Cafe in Times Square. Times Square Hard Rock Cafe. <laughs> That's right. Free lunch. Howie's uh, footing the bill. And he hasn't told anyone yet. That's his big announcement? That's uh, one of his big announcements, that he's going to treat everyone a free lunch. Pretty much he's going to rip off Andy Kaufman and bring his listeners to lunch. <laughs> hoo -hoo. But he doesn't rip off anyone, boys no. and girls. Everything he does is original. Well, that's nice. Original program. That's program. nice. So uh, if our listeners want to uh, get something to eat, and they go down there and he's doing this, then they get uh, free eats. Well, that's good. Yes, uh, very good idea, Ben's Raw Ass. Hold on a second. Ben's Raw Ass, one of the pests, uh, checking in right off the bat here. What's up, Ben? Hey, I just wanted to know, how great would it be to spread the word to the homeless? Tippy Tom, some of the other guys. You know something? I think the homeless and downtrodden would love a free lunch. A free, warm lunch. Can we round up all the people that are going to be in the homeless shopping spree and send them down there? Well, they got their own homeless network. Yeah. They, they just know when uh, free food is being distributed. Get the word out to the homeless. Homeless get free meals. Everyone, please get the word out to the homeless. Do the homeless have a MySpace? Uh, they should. Put they a bulletin should. But good old Howie's going to be making this announcement uh, maybe later today or tomorrow that he's giving free lunch to his listeners at the Hard Rock Cafe Friday, anywhere from 10 a.m. to noon. Is that an au revoir? Oh, half a Hulk face. Half a Hulk face? Where's that? That can't possibly really be half a Hulk space. Uh, half a Hulk space. Half a, <laughs> half a Hulk face is my space. Wow, that's really tough to say. Half a Hulk face is my, my space. I'm friends with half a Hulk face? <laughs> but who started half me on a Hulk, the top eight. Who, who started the half a Hulk face MySpace account? Oh, all right. Well, half possibly a yeah. MySpace account. How many friends does he have? Thirty-one already. Oh God. All right, Ben's Ross. Good job there. Let's say hi to Carl in New Jersey. Carl. Hey, I feel like that little kid in the Christmas story, yeah. listening on the radio, getting on my secret decoder ring, and all I got was a free lunch or a drink. Your Ovaltine. drink Ovaltine. <laughs> yeah, this this promotion should be. Uh, <laughs> Uh, should be what a Howie in NYC is saying over there on line six, I believe. All right. I didn't say it was a huge secret. It's a secret, yeah. though. 
And other radio guys just hate when you blow their secrets. They really do. Howie in New York City. Hoo-hoo, I invented the soup kitchen. <laughs> yeah, this should just turn into a soup kitchen. All the homeless just go there and... Uh... Well, the pests are going nuts. Mm. Uh, alert the media. FMQB would like to know. Allaccess.com would like to know. RRonline.com would like to know. Uh, InsideRadio.com would like to know. John Minnelli from the New York Post would like to know. Yeah. David Hinckley from the New York Daily News would not like to know because he's too busy uh, writing about some obscure radio story right. that no one gives a shit about. But everyone else would uh, definitely like the news that Howie's going to have a surprise announcement maybe later today or tomorrow that he's bringing his listeners to the Hard Rock Cafe for free lunch. Not only that, uh, the homeless should go down there. Uh, I would I would think that if they were doing something like this, they would want to promote uh, the product and be giving out some free units. That's right. So perhaps some of the homeless can get their hands on uh, some of those radios. That's right. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got Dugout Doug. What's going on, guys? Hey, uh, one of the also, one of the big wigs in the ONA Army and a uh, and a fine pest. It's also uh, not a huge secret that Howard might get fired on Thursday too. Uh, uh, yeah, but, rumor has it he's not even going to be able to do his Friday show. But if he does get fired, uh, it is pretty much confirmed that he's going to be doing his stuff on Friday anyway. So we're going to be doing a Wow sticker stop from the K Rock Studios to the Sirius Studios on Friday. Doug, uh, you might want to listen closely uh, to yeah. this fine radio program because I think we're going to have more secrets tomorrow. More secrets about Ooh. that. More secrets tomorrow. But I definitely want to get out there to everybody just to make sure you behave and overstress what what you guys were talking about yesterday about not getting in trouble and causing crap. Just pretend that you're a Yankee fan going to a Red Sox game and just behave. That's and, right. Uh, and and keep yourselves in line. And if I can thank. Uh, Metro Screen Printing, NewJerseyScreenPrinting.com. Yeah. These guys are doing all of our signs and T-shirts <laughs> at cost for us. These guys absolutely kick ass out there. you got to love it. So you, we're going to be handing out free T-shirts. Yeah, you guys have no idea what the Army's uh, involved with right now. These yeah, we've pests got, are just impossible to deal with. We've got just about over 200 people uh, going. So, are they committed, though? Because I read the message boards, and a lot of these guys come in and then never show up, and then the next day they have all these lame excuses on the message boards. We'll just uh, my wife, uh, she had a miscarriage. I, I couldn't make That's it. That's a lame excuse. That is a lame excuse, though. Kid's right. dead anyway. That's come on, right. go out. Yeah, what the else are you going to do? Is, is, Sitting is, at home, stroking her hair ain't going to help. It's put up or shut up time for a lot of the pests. On my MySpace account, all I get is a comment every two minutes. Reporting for duty, General. Blah 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 blah. Well, right. show up Friday. You guys need to get there on Friday and show your support for the show. Well, and do it in a good way. We have more secrets on the way, uh, Doug. But this one is definite. There's going to be free lunch at the Hard Rock Cafe uh, in Times Square for all the Opie and Anthony fans. Make sure you wear your Opie and Anthony T-shirts under grab your coats and grab a bite. And Maybe even change into your shirts after you get into the joint in the bathroom. Yeah, have them underneath uh, something. That's right. Yeah, that way you get in without any problems. And if you don't have a shirt, we'll have Million Pest March t-shirts. Did you guys see the designs? Beautiful. Uh, yes, they're Very great. Lovely. They're absolutely great. It's very pretty. Uh, Big-ass member uh, hooked us up with those. All right. And, uh, yeah, hopefully uh, we'll see a lot of guys out there on Friday. All right. Thank you, Doug. God bless. All right. There he goes. Doug, uh, one of the leaders of the Army and uh, uh-huh. a great pest for this program. They went all out. They got T-shirts and signs, and and uh, and they're all going to the Hard Rock Cafe for their free lunch this Friday. 
<laughs> free lunch this Friday at the Hard Rock Cafe in Times yep. Square for all How of about Anthony that, fans. Huh? Free lunch for everybody, <laughs> anybody. That's right. I gotta, I gotta whisper something, to Eric. So. Oh, let's see. I wasn't even a whisper. It was a point at the screen. Here we are again, Patrice, rudderless, just powering through, hoping that the guy that puts his hand on the tiller comes back soon. Because we, oh, there he is. Look, uh, our court, we're coming back on course, sir. Ah, yes. <laughs> All right, we got uh, Brokeback Mountain audio. Oh, we got to get the, the Mall Santa story. Oh, Were you boy. commenting on four? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was wondering about yes, that. Yes, of myself. course I was, Anthony. Of course. Mm -hmm. And you sent uh, Eric to verify? All right, something is wrong well, with the world. I got an empty CD case. Oh, no. <laughs> that means there's a CD around that Opie doesn't know where it is because none of these guys would have left an empty CD case, which means it's missing, which means Opie can now concentrate on nothing <laughs> until we find that CD. All right. Is that it? Yeah. All right, Are good. you sure, Than? Yes. Because if you're not... All right, I, I'm going to trust you on that one because we don't have time to fuck around today. we got too much radio to do. All right, the Mall Santa story, we got that. Yeah. That I, announcement, I, by the way, that was just uh, announced by your yeah. pals, Opie and Anthony, is pissing off many, many people today. Please. Already? Oh, guaranteed. Already. It was supposed to be a big secret. It's going to be a big secret because they don't like... They they like these things being like last minute surprised kind of thing. Right. And um, if this was the oh government, well. you guys could be oh, yeah. killed. Yeah. And true. you know, let's remember mm -hmm. Howard invented everything. He doesn't rip anyone off, but he's pretty much going to do an Andy Kaufman. Hey everyone, follow me to uh, the Hard Rock, and uh, we'll give you something to eat. And maybe he'll be using a bus, a double decker bus, maybe. I'm hearing things. Maybe the double-decker bus will be filled with uh, <clears throat> fans. Uh-huh. Fans of this show. Sure. And maybe some fans of his show. Yeah, I think. <laughs> All right. Uh, Mall Santa story, Anthony? Hopefully yeah. people are still listening. We kind of teased this. You saw this on TV yesterday. Saw the tease, and I couldn't figure out the payoff. Usually when you hear the tease, we're at the point now where, ah, we could figure out the payoff. Uh, this tease was about Santa's in the de uh, department stores. Right. You know those guys. You bring the kids. You sit on a lap. What do you want for Christmas? Snap a picture. And then you're out of there. That's right. Well, this one was money more important than the kids. Go. What could this be? And yesterday I speculated that perhaps it was some kind of bribery to get uh, parents' kids uh, uh, to the front of the line faster. But Patrice got a good point. Uh, no parent would stand for that without ratting them out to management yeah, and getting fired right yeah, away. Yeah. Uh, I guess the store was involved in this one. And now we finally have an answer. What was the controversy? Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. <laughs> At this time of year, Jolly St. Nick is just about everywhere. So it's hard to imagine when you look at this angelic little face that some of Santa's helpers Jimmy was refused there. to let this little girl sit on his knee so her mom could snap a quick photo. And wait until you hear why. I was feeling anger. I was feeling... I wanted to cry. Melissa Bassett is Olivia's mom. She says she went to the Rockaway Town Square Mall in New Jersey to get a picture of her daughter's first visit with Santa. I had asked the woman there if I can get... My daughter's picture taken with Santa Claus with my own little disposable camera because I couldn't afford the $28 package. 
And she had told me, absolutely not. Either the baby eats or I can get a picture of her. <laughs> so I, I figured the baby should eat over a picture of her with Santa Claus. And you're surprised why. And the problem is what? Right. What, was, what happened? See, apparently, here's their deal at this store. You go in. Uh, you st your kid sits on Santa's lap. They snap a picture. And you can buy photos uh, for 28 bucks. You know, a set probably, you know, the little wallet size. Oh, they wouldn't let her 10. take the picture. No. No, because they're running a business which is pictures with Santa. Santa. This isn't just a Santa Claus at a store where your kid comes up and what do you want and sends him away. This seems to me like a gig for the store. You've got to pay. You've got to pay. Santa it's, is a moneymaker for the mall. That would be like a woman going in with her kid to a Sears photo department. You know those cheesy Sears photos and stuff and you sit down, yeah. sit the kid on the horse and, and, and the mother going, could you set him up on the horsey with the background, but I'll just snap a picture with my camera. Right. No, this is our business. We're gonna snap our fucking picture, and you buy it. Yeah, Santa's a hoe. You don't, right. you, don't you don't get that for free. Happy you holidays. Get, you don't get Santa's ass for free. Oh, you gotta pay. Jesus. Merry Christmas. Pay. Hey, when are we gonna realize that this Christmas thing has, is just a crock of shit? It's, it's so business. easy to get <laughs> by that though. That's what I'm, it's like. This outrage that people have. You go, oh really, Mister Punk Ass Santa? All right, sweetie, do me a favor. Stay, I'm going to hold my kid here, uh -huh. and I'm going to stand so Santa's in the background, and I'm going to get somebody to take my picture. Take with, picture. With, fuck his lap. They want, it's the first one. They want their kid on Santa's lap. Here's what you do. You don't ask. You, 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 you yeah. sit your kid Thank on the you. lap. You have your camera, right? They're taking a picture. You snap one off, and then you go, you know, no, I don't want any of the pictures. You're not obligated to buy the pictures. After they take them. Right. It's like any other photography place. Right. That's so the they move. snap. Don't ask. And you don't ask. You snap your picture. You go, take it easy. What are they going to do? Take your camera. You yeah. make a big fuss. You fall on the floor. You have a fit. Yeah. Go, go it, to the fucking Brooklyn Mall and ask that goddamn question of Santa sitting there. And it's right, right, like right. Some black woman's talking about, he wouldn't let me. I asked him to let him take a picture. He said, no. It's just like, sit down. Yeah. Say cheese, ma'am. You're not. Motherfucker. Go to that fucking King's hey. fucking mall. Of <laughs> hey, in the hood, is uh, Santa black? Uh, I don't think we've gone that far. Um, nah, Santa's got to be a white yeah, guy. Yeah, Santa's a white guy. And and believe it or not, um, as Jesus is still white, too. Yeah. Oh, really? As much as we want to, you know, hair yeah. of wool and the thing. Uh, Jesus, that's, people... That's going to change in a few years. Hair of wool. Hair of wool and feet of bronze. Stop with the hair you know of what? wool and feet of bronze. He was a fucking towel He was an, a he was an Arab. He was an in Arab. The he was an the, Arab. But the blacks and the whites want to claim him. White people want to say he was fucking the guy you see in church. And then black people are like, look at, read the Bible, hair of wool, uh, feet of bronze. The guy was what you, he was a, he was a Arab, he looked like Saddam Hussein. I can't argue with that, that dude, he was an Arab. I mean, let's let's face it, he's closer looking African than he is um this this no, rock this rocker that white people like want to make him. Asian guy. <laughs> yeah, he's like a heavy metal guy. This heavy metal this, this Chris Robinson looking yeah, dude that we got I mean, up there in shirts. But Santa's not Santa's uh, definitely classic. not black in um yeah. in, in the hood. No. Santa's a fat old All right. like biker. We got more audio, by the way. <laughs> this this beard. This mom should just get the uncle to dress up like Santa and get get the picture done that way. Yeah, take some initiative there, mom. Here we go. More on the uh, Santa Mall story. So 
So was this an isolated incident, or are there other needy families that are being turned away? Well, we went undercover to find out. Thank God. Our Fox 5 producer had some little helpers for this one, including a little boy named Max and a little girl named Liana. First stop, Rockaway Town Square Mall, the same place that turned away little Olivia. So in order to see Santa, you have to get the pictures? No, she can go and say, visits are always welcome, she can go and say hello, but to do a personal picture, you have to buy on. How much are the pictures? Anywhere from $21.99 to $24.99 plus tax. So if you don't have the dough, once again, it was ho-ho, no photo. Ho ho no photo. Oh, you. This is why I hate the news, by the way. Shit. This poor girl that's worked in the Santa booth, she's just. It's like, look, well, lady. You hear the, I'm not fucking. You hear the fake mom? Well, how much for the pictures, yeah. man? How much for the picture? Look, I didn't make the price really, up. Man. You know what I'm making here? Yeah. I make fucking five fifty an hour. This is a second job so I could get presents for my kids. Yeah. Leave me alone. Could you take your fox the hidden cameras crap the and fake maybe find something the that fake hat and glasses and go somewhere else with your stupid undercover camera. The huge glasses <laughs> with right. the big camera in the middle, right. like Cyclops camera. Uh, but it's gotta be some what a, there's some people who like that, it's like some. You should always, you should, you should train your 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 workers to be apologetic. Anytime they say dumb shit like twenty five ninety nine, like right. how much of these? They should always have a, a professional way of going. Oh, it's twenty five. I know right, right. they're hunks of shit. It's Christmas. I don't have anything to do. But she's like twenty five yeah. ninety nine, twenty six for. It's just she's so happy yeah. to be a, a, a an asshole. It's like teach them how to be apologetic a little bit. But it is business. It's it's business. Unfortunately, you're it in a mall. Business. I mean, they're not going to give you uh, shit for free in a you mall. You know how many Santas there are around that you could just go and take your kid and pop on the lap and snap a picture. Right. This is a couple of stores that are using it as a business. Maybe they, maybe it's very nice. Maybe they have a very nice background. Sure. And who knows? I'm sure there's free Santas all over the your, your towns and stuff. Maybe the local fire department. Or, I, I'm sure they're doing it for free somewhere. Maybe uh, yeah. passing a hat, a hat around for charity. But in a mall, this is what you got to expect. Sorry. If I was treating people like shit, like yeah. if I owned a company and I was treating people like the, the customers like shit by making them buy something for a ridiculous amount of money mm -hmm. on, <clears throat> on a special holiday, I would let my employees say that I'm a, I'm an asshole. Pass the buck, yeah. It's fucking company, let me tell this you, they're asshole. God, can you I would train them to be able to just, yeah. here's a picture of the Just owner. lay it on us. He's a f Oh, I hate him. Mm -hmm, but right. it's nothing I can do. I can get fired. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't buy it either. Yeah. But and but it's the only thing. Yeah. They want a picture with Santa. They can join it. It's like you can't like rent a cars. How much, mother? Ninety-five dollars a day. Right. Mister Hertz is a dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Listen, we got more audio here. It's Christmas time. I mean, is there any contingency plan for families who can't afford it? Our company. I'm only a set manager here. I follow the rules of my company. Should Santa be free? I have an answer for this, okay? Right Santa ahead. takes a lot of pictures out in the mall for the families outside the set. And that's it. So there are many families who ask me, and I say yes, and I step outside and I take a photo. So that's it. Yes, so that entire premise here was erroneous. 
we, I take a photo I with the, the family. Speaking of this morning, and we told her that Santa would be glad to step outside and have her picture taken. Only Santa's helpers never offered to do that on our undercover video, and Melissa says she was flat out turned away. They had, you know, they never offered any other package. They didn't say that Santa would go to any other part of the mall. What is Melissa being uh, doing in a mall if she can't uh, feed her kid? Yeah, twenty-eight bucks <laughs> to feed your kid. Right. Uh, get out of the mall. Get out of the mall. Perhaps you shouldn't be in there. Oh, I hate these undercover. I really do. I hate everyone involved in this story. Yeah, I, don't, I, I don't, hate the store. I hate the, <laughs> yeah. the Santa. Yeah. I hate the pictures that cost the the 28 bucks. And I hate the mom. I hate little Olivia. <laughs> I hate the two fake fucking kids from the story. They no all one, stink. No one's redeeming in this. No one. <laughs> no, I'm trying to like, this is a tragic story. Wait a minute. Story. No, wait a minute. Santa was cool. Santa was like, man, yeah. I go outside and I take with your family. Go outside Santa was cool. Santa that's was a, a cool guy. That shit's erroneous, motherfucker. And, and after you and said Santa's erroneous. Come on now, you know. Yeah. Santa's getting a kickback, too, man. That oh, guy's yeah. just trying to make a few extra bucks. Hey, that guy's got to get paid. He's lucky enough to look like Santa. The rest of the year, he looks like shit. This is his time to shine. Let him uh, yeah. make a few bucks. Erroneous? This this story was erroneous. Erroneous. We got a statement from Santa Management. Our request is that uh, anyone who would like to take a photo themselves, that they purchase one of our packages. And that's the way we stay in business. Ooh, that was a high and hearty fuck you, <laughs> is what that was. All right, now I hate Santa and the mall. I hate the mall. I'll I tell hate you why. Santa. I hate because that fucking they manager. figured out how to make this into a business, and I, I guarantee back in the day, uh, if we go through our little family photo albums and you see us as tiny little tots on Santa's lap, I bet you our parents did not pay for that picture. Not a dime, Opie. But, not but, a dime. But someone uh, along the way said, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I got something here. And now it's big business. Imagine the guy yeah, in charge of the whole thing is standing back. He's watching kid after kid get up on Santa's lap and, right. and the parents snapping pictures. And then it just hits him and he starts saying, a cha-ching. Another mm. kid, cha-ching. Mm. Mm. We can make some money here. Santa got a MySpace. We'll call where he's sitting the set. The set. We'll call it the set. Right. And then if they want pictures on set, now it's going to cost some money. Right. Makes it sound more professional. Wait, someone's got. I hate the store. I hate, I Santa hate everything. Now. Santa stinks. Santa's ripping people off. The <laughs> mother that brought the kid is a cheap fuck. <laughs> That's right. Twenty-eight bucks to feed. What are you feeding that kid? <laughs> Let's go to Jerry and uh, Gold Jersey. Leaf. Jerry. Yo, what's going on, guys? Hey. What's happening? I, like I was gonna say, you, know, you go to the mall, go to the restaurant, and say, hey, listen, I don't have to have money for the dinner, but uh, if I can just go in the kitchen and make myself a sandwich, if you don't mind, yeah. let me in. I can. Uh, Make a sandwich. That's all. There you go. It's it's uh it's business. But but it, it, you would have to bring your own sandwich things. Yeah. But you would be using their utensils and everything. Yeah. It's it's business. So you got to keep the analogy correct. That was a bad analogy, man. No, I think he's got a point. Let's say you bring your own uh, ham. You got some Swiss and you got a hero, but you need a knife and some uh, some mustard. Or something, and you go into their kitchen, and you need a plate and a place to sit and eat it. Not a that's a that's a whole different service. Now I hate the fucking restaurant. I hate the person that doesn't let me eat there. He he's he, he's a he's a symbol. You know that's like it's it's the it's I know a symbol. he's a black man trying to get a white woman. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Tukey Williams, but they wouldn't even let him climb the Empire State Building. Tukey, 
Tootie gone. For Tootie. Tootie, what up, yo? That's why. You know something? I'm tipping my club soda. I'm pouring out for Tootie. You better not play. Well, for Tootie. Stop playing around. I just poured some out. Fucking Poe can't handle 18 crimps up in this motherfucker. We're not playing. Arnold Schwarzenegger should watch his ass now. Yeah. One of the bloods. All right, here we go. We have one more uh, piece of audio from this story. Thank God. Let's see who we hate at the end of this clip. After her mom complained to the Rockaway Town Square management, they did the right thing. We had her picture taken. Compliments of the mall. Rockaway Town. Just hers. Now I hate the mall even more now. Now, here's my order of hatred. I have an order of hatred. Mall, number one hated. Yeah. Mom, hated. Hated. Little Olivia, hated. Santa hated. Santa's helpers hated. Nah, I think I I think the mom is the most hated. Mom most hated? Oh, this do-gooder. The mall giving in made me hate them more. They had to. They should know they it didn't was gonna be bad have for business. to. Fuck it. It was going to be bad for business. Guns. They're gonna, they're, they would be exploited for being a business. They don't want people to know that. They want people to think they're doing a good thing here. Who saw the piece visually? Danny. Danny? Was the kid cute? Nah. Or was it some ugly ass fucking kid? Because if it was an ugly kid, then it's even worse. Hold on, I guarantee the mom was just a mess. Just a mess. What did the mom look like? Well, the kid was cute. The kid was cute. There you go. Was little Olivia cute? Yeah, she was a darling little girl, but the uh, the mother was was just fat like fucking mess. Beaner looking kids. (laughs) Yeah, actually, you're right. (laughs) Absolutely right. She was just uh, she was just huge, just huge, overgrown, just gigantic mess. But the kid was, you know, a little cute girl. I'm sure her marriage is just wonderful. All right, well, here's the rest of that clip. After her mom complained to the Rockaway Town Square management, they did the right thing. We had her picture taken. Compliments of the mall. Rockaway Town Square Mall. Um, Management paid for it. But she says it's a picture she'll be forced to look at with bittersweet memories of her daughter's first Christmas. It's going to remind me of it comes down to the money. It doesn't come down to the holiday. It doesn't come down to the happiness. It comes down to the almighty dollar now. Then why do you get the picture taken? Then why? It's going to be a bittersweet memory. constant reminder. Mom, hate the most now. Yeah. Yes, mom now is most hated. Mom. Then the store, then little Olivia, then Santa, then the Wait, Santa's helpers. The, the crying baby? <laughs> crying fucking baby. Okay. No, mom and then Olivia and then the store. Because wait, that wait, kid wait, crying wait. I hate them all. Wait, the, the kid's a baby? The kids is not. What, do you remember the shit in the back? Oh yeah, no. Oh, I thought that might be another. Kid this was like had. this was like the baby's first Christmas or whatever, oh, and that that's hey, that, hey, hence how the old whole. was the baby? I, I couldn't have been more than a year old, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, Brian, here it's like... Just Fiery baked. crash on the way the home. The kid was just baked? Justice. I guess, yeah. Just, a, a just baked kid? Yeah. Oh, I hate the phony know. ass, pussy ass small. The yeah. pussy ass... That's, see, this is who y'all should be mad at the most. This is the thing that makes people get fired when they do, do dumb shit. Is uh-huh. that that it, there's a nervousness floating around this world, right? With them all just okay. Oh shit! Pressure from this goofy bitch in the news. Just tell if they her. had a stood up and said, right. "Look, this is how it is. I'm gonna make the bitch pay twenty nine ninety five, and that's it. So yeah. you can you can be it because the publicity of the news down here is gonna make other people come down here and take the here picture. Here we go. I'm I, I I got a secret. All right. Free pictures down at that mall with Santa. <laughs> if you're a mom. Go down there and just bitch about and it. And just complain. And then uh, it's a, 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 she set a precedent. 
Now you go down there and say, well, that woman did it. Yep. I want my free picture, Dumb too. Dumbass mom. I hate oh. that. All right, we got some hate on the instant feedback. Bob from uh, Kentucky. What bitch gets her picture for free and still fucking goes to the media? Good point. Yeah. Complaining. She's probably gearing up for a lawsuit. Nah, she went after. She complained that the media got her the free pictures. And someone is suggesting that this bitch is going to sue for having her Christmas ruined. Yeah, she got her free pictures after the media stepped yeah. in. Because they just told her to go fuck herself. Get out of here, bitch. And that's when the, the store was on my like list. When the they told her to be they gave in. Right, when, when they gave in with that bullshit. Yeah. Um, we are going to give her a free... <laughs> Compliments of... And she's getting a gift certificate, and we're going to give lunch uh, to her and little Olivia. Uh, Anthony, by the way, you got to pour one out for Richard Prior, too. A lot of people are uh, missing feedback. Oh, right. For, uh, Shit, man. That's yeah. right. And McCarthy. There it goes. And, yeah. And uh, I love the little piece that Entertainment Tonight did last McCarthy. night. What'd they do? Oh, uh, they were talking to Richard Pryor's wife. Oh, oh the wife. I saw the daughter. The, the wife was on Entertainment Tonight literally an hour or two after he passed. Yeah, there. They didn't really care. Big it fucking was... interview from the room he died in, basically. Or the room he uh, spent the, the last couple it's years of like his life. It's not like he, uh, he uh, died falling off a mountain as he was climbing it. You know what I mean? It's not like he was uh, driving a Grand Prix car and hit the wall. You know? The guy, how long have they been looking at Richard Pryor going, tick tock. Yeah. This just, uh, this is coming. It, uh, it was a tough one. Not a big surprise. What about McCarthy, though? What happened? Is he dead? Yeah, he died the same day Rich Pryor. He couldn't follow Rich. Wait, who? Uh, Senator McCarthy. Oh, okay. Mm. You're white guys. You should know. <laughs> I don't know. I thought he was dead already. Only reason I know is because it, it interrupted Richard Pryor news for a second. Yeah. Well, uh, let's go to these phones. Dante from Jersey. Dante. Not even supposed to Yo. be here Yo, today. Hey, listen, uh, you know, this whole uh, Santa Mall thing is just a goddamn scam. I mean, they get you for like 28 bucks for the picture, then they get you for like another $15 for the frame, and then of course you gotta get the digital pictures on this, uh, little three and a half floppy. By the time you're done, it's like 60, 70 bucks. It's I mean, just business, unfortunately. Fucking faggot Dante. Christmas is just Christmas is just big business. It has nothing to do with religion anymore. And he's from yeah, Jersey. But this a twat too. I mean, Jesus Christ, you can't afford, you know. Hey, right. Don't fucking bring your kid to the mall. That's why it amazes me that they want to call it the holiday tree and happy holidays. Yeah. Christmas means big business. That's all it means at this point. It has nothing to do with religion. It's all about shopping. And, uh, Opie, we usually have this conversation. What are you doing about uh, shopping? I, I, You know... We are uh, we're in the same boat here. We don't like going shopping, well, Christmas shopping. We're lucky that we have weird hours, so I've been hitting the stores after the show a little bit. Oh, you've actually been doing shopping? Yeah, i got to shop this year. got to do a little shopping. For who? Everyone? For the girl and... Uh, well, that goes without saying. For my mom and uh, All right, eh, right. maybe some nephews and nieces. That's, that's about it. it. What about brothers? What do you do? Ah, fuck that. What do you do with the brothers? Just... just Nothing? Nah. No? Merry Christmas. <laughs> I'm, I, I have turned into gift certificate guy. Yeah, uh, but not even gift certificate. Like I, I, I hand out like those American Express cards. <laughs> yeah, that have money on them. Here you go. Here you go. That's cool though. Shuffle them out. I, I love the uh, gift certificate as a gift. Because yeah. everyone, Cause then gets you go and it. buy what you want. I'm yep. so sick of opening things. I'm like, oh, 
This thing. Now you get what you want. The pressure of making believe you wanted the gift that you just opened up. Right. And people go, oh, you're not, you're not thankful. Yeah, I'm not. It's There's just an no awkward situation. You, you feel stressed, like, oh, God, this person that I've been hanging with uh, has no clue what I like. Yeah. <laughs> My mom doesn't know that I don't want dumb sweaters anymore, you know? So then you, what do you do? You, before you make any real money in life, then you've you, you got to drag the stuff back to the mall, wait in line to just get... You know, get something you like. I just wore it. I hate Christmas. Like any clothes that people have gotten me over the years for Christmas, yeah. I just wore. I didn't care. You, you just know? wore it? I just wore it. I didn't care. But now, you know, that I'm some kind of uh, uh, a fashion statement, <laughs> I um, I don't wear them anymore. Yeah. They get it for me. Yeah, it. It's like uh, maybe lounging around the house stuff. I'm so I, I'm so I want what I want that just don't get me shit. You know, my, past, my birthday just passed. My girl's trying to... You know, she got me a fucking teddy bear that sings uh, "Happy Birthday." You know, thanks, Pudding Pop. Get shit out of here if I shove it up your ass. But she's trying her best because she doesn't have get me something nice money. Why the bitches right. made diamonds? I got her during the during the off season, not even during her birthday. During the fucking so she's like, get me this, and you know, I got fish, and so she went out and bought a you know took a chance on buying a fish. Yeah, and I got we're just gonna just fuck up your tank now. Well, exactly. Exactly, because it's, it's and I had I because I got cichlids and you know cichlids are like they they like to step down from like piranhas or whatever you want dangerous fish but they're also good looking fish or whatever uh -huh. yeah. so you cannot put the same kind in there so I got one in there she bought it she's like you gotta open it now it was the day before my birthday I go what what is it yeah. I pull it it's a bag it's a fish. And it's the most not can't put the motherfucker in my tank fish. Please tell me you put it in. I did. Right in front I of her eyes. Absolutely. I go, sweetie, booby, boo boo. And the bear sings, happy birthday, happy birthday. And I'm, I'm looking at the fucking fish. And I'm looking at happy birthday. And I have to go put it, pop. And she had that disappointing look. And I'm like, and she, you know, it cost probably $69.95. And she scraped and whatever. And I'm like, get this shit out of my face. But in a. Oh, coochie cooey, boo boo boo. You, this is, baby, you can't put this big ass fish in my tank. There's a, there's a ecosystem happening in this motherfucker. <laughs> Yo, fuck up the your, ecosystem. Your fish is gonna give all my fish pink eyes. <laughs> take your oh. shitty fish and oh. take it back to the dropping some tigers into the antelope she pen. She got the most, yeah. if I had to choose, if you had to, if you asked me, what wouldn't you do right now? I wouldn't put one of these in with one. She bought me one of these and a fucking bear that sings happy birthday. I wanted to knock this And how does head. it sing happy birthday? Happy birthday. Happy birthday. The, the little dance. The fish too. must have been a white fish. God and I got African cichlids. She bought, she bought a New, oh. New Guinea hunky fish. <laughs> you can't put a white fish in the my The New Zealand oh. cracker fish. I'm like, Sweetie, you just can't oh put it in God. here. She bought something called the Virginia Plantation Owner. <laughs> I'm going to put this in here. What's all you wet niggas doing in here? <laughs> this reminds me of New Orleans in this tank. Why? <laughs> Why I could have you shot for that, sir. <laughs> and it's like you di you, you know your girl, she just oh, doesn't man. have enough yeah. money yeah. to buy me anything I give a shit about. Sweetie, what do you want? I want rims, new rims for my truck. Yeah. You can't get them. So just give me a kiss and say happy birthday. I don't really, you know what I mean? That's really, I usually really get, funny. as far as what I'm interested in, 
and toys and stuff like that. The second it hits my head, I buy it. I've 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 kind of and I don't want to sound like, you know, well, I just buy whatever I want. I worked like a motherfucker my whole life. Believe me, I know what it's like to actually look in a magazine at a picture and uh, of something, a car or a toy or a computer and go, motherfucker, just imagine what it would be like to have that. I went through years yeah. of that shit and through luck and, and work and the way things have worked out, I've reached a point in my life and I'm no kid where I've reached a point where I can indulge in some of these pleasures in life. Oh, like I that. do the same thing now. So when people ask me, what do I want for Christmas? Nothing. I, I <clears throat> If it pops in my fucking head, I will buy Immediately. it. Immediately. I cannot get online quickly enough she bought me the to Warriors. buy what she I want. the Warriors uh, Xbox game? Yeah, right. I, the Warriors, I right? Yeah. Great. Immediately, when, I, when it came out, I bought it. You bought so it. So she goes, surprise, I go, bitch. There's nothing you can do right. for me. I right. have I'm already it. on level 17. <laughs> Stop trying to be. That's why I love my mother. She's such. She's the same awful human being I am. My mother went to Atlantic City for Thanksgiving. Gosh. There's no more mommy stuff. You know. No. There's no. All we do now is that we at that uncomfortable I love you stage. We never said love you. Now it's like you well, know. That's nice. At the end of the phone call, it's it's like. You know, you, we we is flip it, a coin. I, lo I love you or love you. No, here love, it is. Yeah. This is it. Uh, all right, mom's got to go. And then a silence of a silent coin flipper. Who says love you first? Oh. <clears throat> all right, love you. Uh, oh. Love you too. <laughs> wow. So that's me and my mom. But we love each other. It's implied love. It's, right. It's, yeah. You know. And uh, my mother would take money. You know, my mother would take a thousand dollars to go gamble. She's not one of these. I don't. If I was a drug dealer, my mother would accept the money. She, I don't want your evil drug money. She'd be like, "Thank you, baby." Put it right in her bra and spend that fucking Not money. Like Scarface's yeah. mother when he went home. There you go. You dumb fucking. You, your Take son's a rich drug money. dealer. You'll get killed anyway. Yeah. Take the Doesn't money. Matter. Take the fucking money. You don't dummy. want your. Don't want your money around here. It's terrible. My mother would take drug money, and that's yeah. why I like her. And that that women don't understand. We're not sensitive. Don't get a shit that you know. I told my ex girl, don't get me, ever get me a card ever again. No, right? you don't like the cards. And the thing is, women they go zero to sixty. If you go, sweetie, don't fuck you talk too much. They don't. They won't talk to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So she took offense to that. So she gets me. She got me nothing after I go. Hey, don't. Well, baby, I'm telling you, I'm a, these cards mean nothing to me. Yeah. They, they make me sick. Oh, my God. You don't like the card, though? <clears throat> don't get me a fucking card. I kind of like, like the, the card. card. Uh, nothing. Yeah, I like From the card certain people. Like, mm -hmm. like, I think boyfriend-girlfriend cards are, are great. Yeah, I like them. I don't like I, I don't like the idea of, you know, just the plagiarism part of it where, you know, Hallmark wrote this and, you know, here it is. It, it uh, said what I feel. But you're right. Yeah. The, you're right. The little cutesy what about thing the, like, at the uh, end of it. What about the little kids on the the front and they're in love and they're like four, walking uh, down a path or something. The kids got wearing a dad's hat yeah, and, and shoes like, and he's holding a rose. And then you're like, look, <sighs> that one looks just like you and that one looks just there like you. There we right? go. Ah, that's, that's great. That's how women love. <laughs> That's yeah. their love, holding hands and coochie cooing and cards. Well, that's stuff you don't we go to do that for them. Fucking <laughs> ebony section of the cards. The ebony Hallmark section. I have been buying my mother those cards for years, uh, for Christmas and stuff. I didn't even know they had an it's ebony like, yeah. Hallmark. Two, and it's like to session. my mama, 
and and it's some some black guy on the front and stuff. And I'll I'll buy one of those for my mother. And it just cracks up the family. They're all a bunch of racist Italians, so they laugh their asses off at uh, my grandmother's house. Look, you got one of the colored cards. <laughs> and what do they put in the space where the Father's Day cards are supposed to be? Oh, Jesus, cocksucker! That's kind of good. <laughs> Gotta give me one today. But I'll tell you something. <laughs> Fucking empty rack. <laughs> There's nothing there. Need a Father's Day card. Now, you, know, you know what? Oh, I, uh, God damn, I gotta go get a white one. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm, I'm really loving? <laughs> this is something oh, terrible. Man. This is something my girlfriend got, uh, and and it's a great thing, and I love it. A paper shredder. Do you know I have a shredder next to my desk? You are very bad, motherfucker. I can't get enough of that, using this shredder. Thing? I look for things to shred. Isn't that a great paper? Uh, Don't you fantastic. love shredding paper? When that's a, and you look at it, and it comes out like confetti, it and you're like, so there ain't no motherfucker putting that together. I I I shred my name, anything with my name and address on it. Yeah. I'm shredding like. Flyers that come in. Hey, great neck, join us for a community ticket. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and now I've learned the pleasure of shredding Christmas cards because I'll get cards from people I don't give a shit. I don't. I I say my mommy. I'll put that up, you know, by the TV or something. And my girlfriend, mm -hmm. uh, her cards I save. Anyone else? It's like, uh, to a great nephew, Merry Happy Holiday. <laughs> Here's one from, oh, Bank of America, a valued customer. We <laughs> there it is. It is a great day. And you man. can't even tell what it is. And oh. I don't know what it is, but it's fun to use. You must shred. You have to shred. Get yourself a shredder. You won't regret uh, it. I'm too busy having garage sales. That's my latest thing. And I, don't you feel better I when you... I absolutely love it. I'm, I'm just throwing shit on the sidewalk outside my apartment here in New York City and watching how long it takes before someone grabs my shit. Oh, you don't sell it. You just put it out Fuck there. Fuck no, man. Out I started with old clothes. It's fantastic. And, and like old CDs and stuff. And now I'm so obsessed with this new thing that I'm just starting... I'm starting to throw things out there that I still want. But, just to see, but just to see, uh, we we peek through the blinds and see how long it takes <clears> to, to, you know. I've thrown my old underwear out there, just d the dumbest shit to see if people will take it. <laughs> and so far, I have not found one thing that a they person won't take. that they won't take. It's genius. Right. I, I, it's genius to do that. I, I threw a bag. I out. had a blanket that <laughs> the shit on this. Sing happy birthday. <laughs> I had a I had a blanket with. With all sorts of stains, stains that I don't Ugh. even want to describe. Are just ridiculous, man. Looked like a goddamn painting, and I threw that out there, all spread out, nice. That thing lasted thirty seconds. Oh, homeless man, that's. Uh, and, and it was a white type of uh, uh, comforter with a like a flower pattern yeah, on it. Take it man. And the shit on this thing, I'm like, I but don't even probably, know what it is. You probably have your garbage. Like I have things. I have really nice garbage. Some, you know, when you get that lonely, I have to buy something kind of mm -hmm. thing going on. I've thrown out nice comforters, man. Even if it got some stains on it, something, it's just a nice, you know. Yeah. People know nice, and they go, "Somebody threw this away." That's I don't. Nice. I'm gonna wash this shit. It's nice. Yeah. I forgot to tell you, bitch brought me flowers too. I, I forgot to tell you. Yeah. Flowers. Flowers. Yeah. Yeah. We 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 don't do flowers. Yeah. She brought me flowers, and I used to work at a flower stand when I was younger, so I know about flowers. And I, it, open roses, bad. Right. So when she brought them for me, they were all open. That means. Eight seconds, they're gonna die. But they I gotta still gotta go. Up, yeah. I can't go, booby, booby, dumb bitch. You brought me dead flowers. 
So it's like you got those flowers on the side of the road somewhere. It's like anytime any guys out there buying your girl flowers, buy it, squeeze the bulb, and if it's hard and close. Good roses. Then Don't they're gonna buy last a while. They're gonna open up they're nice. Gonna, oh, yeah. They'll last. Yeah. I'm just. Yeah. All yeah. right. Let's, let's say hi to BCH. BCH. What does your name stand for? Uh, Bert Convy here from Whiteback. What's, oh, what's up? up? Hey man. Oh, Bert Convy here. Very yeah, good. What do you good. think? What do you think is gonna cost more? The fucking tattoos on Lizard Man or the fucking therapy to make Patrice normal again? We need an insurance <laughs> man to evaluate that. I don't know. He's just like. Uh, listen to me. He his relationship. It, I, I, it's beyond me. Like we spoke about it at the Halloween party right, for a while. Right. But mm-hmm. he's me and standing there, and I'm like, I don't understand how you you're in in this relationship. Like I don't understand the whole. He's moving back to reality though, because that time you came in with the glass dildos. Remember what I told? I said to you, I'm like, w- are you going crazy in front of our eyes? And, yeah. and you're not that same person. You're you're now getting back into kind of living in reality. No, no I still, I just. No, I didn't carry the fucking suitcase around like get yeah, smart. Well, it's just I no, brought I it here, that, but it's still but at the house. But what I saw Tackling that, women and shoving something up their ass. <laughs> what I saw in that suitcase so was deeply disturbing, though. It's still there, but it's it's more you know. It I can see it having was a, a glass dildo around the house. Sure, you had dozens of them, and I still have dozens. I have my look at. If somebody came, if the cops came in during a fuck session that mm-hmm. I was having. Somebody will get arrested. Even, <laughs> even if my girl is going, no, no, I want this. It's go, like, we don't no, care. Ma'am, no. no, he he has to be raping you. <laughs> you obviously don't understand what's yeah, going on Yeah, I have a here. fucking, I have a, it, it just, it's release. It I'm getting older. Raping. I take medicine. And it's things like, I only got enough energy to let one out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can't pump all day. She's older, meaning she's she's in her 30s, you know. And her sex drive is she's enormously horny all the time, and I can't satisfy her just fucking all the time. It's not going to happen, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So I, I, you need the goddamn toys to, to to do your thing. But we have a normal relationship because she's a hoe, you know. She's a reformed hoe, and I gotta let. She's always had abusive boyfriends that said, "Bitch, don't be a hoe," you know. I I I I cultivate her wholeness. I let her be a hoe. She pulled the titties out at the thing. She that made her feel so. Liberated, yeah. so I don't, I don't beat it down, and she, she gets to be free and be whole. Now she's learning how to care, and she's not too sure how to do it. You know, buying me goofy shit. I buy her nice diamonds and nice. It's, uh-huh. My, my, my love is selfish. It's just like I want to keep this. You know, she's starting to put on a little weight. Sometimes, you know, face breaks out, and I don't want to say, "Look, sweetie, I'll, I am not." <laughs> I tell her, "You are eye candy, and I am not like in love with you on the level of letting you get fat." You understand? Don't, don't get fat. Don't get bad skin. It, it, it's important. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not a. Uh, what, what, I'm not. What do you call it? Uh, I'm not. I'm not that grounded. I'm not that mature. So you're, so you're pretty much telling her, if you get fat. Why would I be with you, fat, when I'll be with a a better fat bitch like you? You, <laughs> you're not gonna make a good fat bitch. So yeah, it's I'm like you. Right now. You're, wow. you're a sexy hoe. I, why would you try to become a fat bitch when you've always been a sexy hoe? You're not comfortable being a fat bitch. I gotta go with a fat bitch if I'm gonna be with a fat bitch. Right. It, that's I'll go there because there's better fat bitches who will live to be fat bitches. Let me tell they you something. understand how Brilliant. to be one. Brilliant. Wow. I say brilliant. I'm not even kidding. Brilliant.
<laughs> There's women out there that know how to be the fat bitch, and you're saying this one is the hoe, and not you, the fat I, bitch. And you, but, but now you say you notice her put on weight. Do you say something to I her? I don't jump. She knows I'll be the... She, she knows I like a big woman. She's trying to stay... She's a, a sexy hoe. She's not anything other than that. If mm. she starts to grow, it's it's not good. She has to look good. But she know what it is. She's a hoe who's experiencing love now. She's in love. So love makes her feel a little like she she can let her guard down. She thinks she can eat. Yeah. She thinks she doesn't. <laughs> she thinks she can eat. <laughs> she thinks she doesn't. I love her for who she is. It's like I do, but bitch, you you know, who you are is a fine bitch, you know, too. <laughs> Not a fat bitch. Yeah. I'll go get a better fat bitch. There's fat bitches out there that just carry fat bitch well <laughs> yeah they know how to be a fat bitch she does not and so i'm i you know it's, she knows she fucking knows words of wisdom patrice yeah <laughs> it's amazing like it. we should we should stop right there so we can take uh, uh, I, our I, i'm amazed stuff. by you hey uh we gotta talk about bad santa front page of the new york post this guy is a classic <laughs> this guy rocks a little bit of trouble uh, a little bit house, of trouble yeah. and uh yeah the city's up in arms over this guy and his oh, uh, santa when, display when they all right, we'll continue. Oh, I'm going to play something from here, Dirk. We'll play this and we'll continue. No, I didn't have it loaded. Great. Oh, that's smart. You hit the button and the CD and case is still yeah, in your hand. Yeah. Come on. All right, this is the Opie and Anthony program. We have uh, Disturbed on the way. They're stopping by to say hi. They're playing the Nokia Theater tonight in New York City. Patrice O'Neill in studio. He's got some club dates and uh, comedy shows that he's going to be promoting. You don't yeah. have the info in front of you, though, right? Well, I think the 25th of January, I'm going to be at that Helium. Oh, yeah, in Philly. Philly. you got a date now. All right, good. Yeah, I'm hoping I can uh, get out of, like, two days of it and right, just right. go on to Friday and Saturday. Maybe I can say I'm working here and I can just plug them. You're and not like I'm one at, of those uh, comics that are just running all over the country. No, and I'm at week. Riddles. I hate... Fuck, dude, I'm trying to retire from this running around shit. Yeah. I don't like it. Riddles and and tickle tickle sides and and uh, hearty hars in Tennessee or whatever the fuck. Yeah. I don't like it, man. I do That's not like bad, it. Because his stuff is just great. It's, but it's not for everywhere, man. man. It's New York. It's like yeah. it's yeah. just like this radio show. Like all right, well, disturbs coming yeah. in, and then um, the pests want to know if it's true. But uh, yeah, it's true. How he's gonna be. Feeding you lunch on Friday at the Hard Rock Cafe in Times Square. That was our little secret. Still hasn't been announced. They're scrambling now, actually. All hell has broken loose. So oh, you yeah. think they heard? All hell has broken loose. We got our spies. Trust me on this one. Trust me. And the pests are already on it. They're, uh, they got a press release they're going to be sending out to the media. <laughs> White-collar white espionage. Oh, it's great. Fucking Opie is, is, is a spy. Espionage. This is like Dude. Russia versus the United States. Oh, this is the Cold War. Is. Cold War's back. Look, we came up with this concept, or actually our fans have. Uh, instead of being called the Army and stuff, a lot of shows have that cute Army stuff. Uh, join the Army. Join this. We have what's called pests. It's the perfect... Perfect definition you know what the, of what yeah. these guys do. You know what the normal radio station's version of their army is? They have people sign up, sign up for our army. Or and, our militia. Yeah, and it's our naked a, militia. It amounts to a mailing list mm -hmm. that the station can send out things uh, for events. Show up at our Budweiser night we're having at blah, blah, blah. blah, blah, blah. That's what their army is. How many we never called pests? it. Huh? Pests? How many hardcore 
like invited those, to the big uh, Warriors um, speech. And those Warriors numbers are, many are uh, unknown. Yeah, they're top and even secret. if we did know, it would be a what top What would you secret. think? Oh, it's top secret? Yeah. Right, you have an idea, but you can't. I would say uh, 38. <laughs> <laughs> they are in every city. Who's the hardest motherfucking Sergeant Barnes out there is pest? Mm. Well, there's a few, and they're battling yeah, they're out, and few. they might take out each other to become one. <laughs> yeah, oh, to be one like, on no, I'm not even kidding. <laughs> oh, they got shit going on. There's oh, I know Blah Blah is leading the army, but let me tell you about Blah Blah. Oh, there's some coups going on. Oh, yeah. Some yeah, coup d'etats up in this movie. Yeah. There's some John Gotti's up oh, yeah. yeah, there. Is. There's going to be dude. laying in front of Sparks Steakhouse and a cigar <laughs> hanging out of his Paul mouth. Big Paul Castellano. I can't, <laughs> I can't explain. I shout out. I can't explain how deep this pest thing goes. It's it's gotten out of hand, and they did it on their own for the most part. We gave them a little push, like hint, hint. This would be kind of cool. But now they're organizing, they're meeting when we're sleeping, and they're doing this and that. They got secret websites. They some of them work for the enemies. Oh, and then shit. feed us information. Yeah. So Here's the meetings are like, everybody sit down and the the, the royal order of pests, buffaloes, or <laughs> yeah. And then one guy goes, you know, this fucking guy. We have a pest. I, I have a pest that works at the Hard Rock Cafe. He's already uh, written in. What can I do? I, it's it's nuts how crazy it's um, gotten. What can I fucking do? Don't. <laughs> but how he's got this uh, food? God this, damn! This, what can you do? This big announcement. He's basically going to do an Andy Kaufman, even though uh, how he doesn't rip off anybody, and he's going to bring a bunch of his listeners, a lot of his listeners. Uh, it looks like in a double decker bus to the Hard Rock Cafe for free lunch on Friday. So we're anybody? we're or, inviting or all the pests to join. I don't know. To join us at the Hard Rock Cafe this Friday for free lunch on Howie. Make sure you wear your XM and Opie and Anthony T-shirts under your coats and stuff. Is right. it winners of a contest? No, 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 no. This just seems to be it seems, it's just people. Can hey, just come fans! Up it's going to be the big up. thing that he does. Because I don't think he's going to be allowed to do his cute little march. We'll, we'll get more info. We're going to have more secrets tomorrow. Yeah. More secrets tomorrow on the Opie and Anthony program. But that's uh, that's one that, uh, you know, at this point, I don't even know if he's going to announce it because we really fucked it up. We have fucked this one up. But, uh, you wow. know, if he announces it, then it's happening. It's Friday at the Hard Rock Cafe. Free lunch. Free lunch for all our pests. Bring the homeless, too. Bring the they homeless. Have to eat. And bring your XM logos and your Opie and Anthony T-shirts. Oh my God! And have fun with it. <laughs> That's right. Oh my God! That's right. Let's go to Canada, Danny. Yeah. What's up, Danny? Not too much, man. Just chilling, driving down the road. Come on, say like my buddy turned me on to this channel here, and I've not changed it since, man. I listen to your reruns and everything. I listen to Ron and Fez and everything. Listen to you guys. You guys are fucking awesome. And I was just talking about Patrice's thing there. Patrice is talking about he's got so many sex toys and everything at home. Mm -hmm. I'm the same way, man. Props, buddy. Right. <laughs> as many toys as Props. you got. Right. The virus has hit Canada, and it's slowly spreading. The only virus. <laughs> it's spreading pretty good, though. It's I've noticed a lot of people very quickly yeah. picking up on the show. Uh, the, a lot of their friends are turning uh, each other on Have you ever it. seen awful Oh, yeah, you guys are like I, yeah, I drive awesome. truck. I'm on the road all the time, and you guys are just like, you uh, guys wake me up in the morning and put uh, me to sleep at night, man. You guys are the fucking greatest. Oh, uh, thanks. If you want to join one of the uh, message boards, you can start with whackbag.com, W-A-C-K-bag.com. And maybe, uh, right. maybe we'll get some Canadian pests. Who knows? Thanks, Danny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll uh, be down there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Danny. <laughs> uh, George in New York City. George? Yo. Yo. 
first rule of Pest Club is you do not See? speak about the Pest Club. See, they scare us too, Patrice. Yeah. Uh, don't fuck around with them. It, like it's no a problem. Whole, no one it is, really. It's a whole fight club thing that's happening with this show in the past. Exactly. They've got little cells in every uh, every uh, state now. Cells? Little cells, yeah. yes. Little, in every city. And they're not going to say who the Bin Laden is. Peace them out. Nah, nah, nah. No nah, Zakari nah. about <laughs> yeah. no Zakari. This is a lot like Fight Club. It's a lot like Fight Club, what's going on, I'm telling you. Wow. I, I, I don't even know how deep it goes. I try to get on a couple of these Have secret websites. Have you met websites. any of them? Yeah, we know a few, but we've tried to get on some of these secret websites, but they don't trust us. They don't think we're who we are. It's very difficult. And we started this whole thing. <laughs> we yeah. can't even do it. Very it's out of our hands. <laughs> they release, uh, they do their own press releases now. They're on all sorts of message boards that trash us, and they uh, and they defend us. You should see this um, this uh, Pal Talk thing. You ever seen Pal Talk? You talk about it. I... Yeah, they, it's uh, uh, webcams, or not, if you don't have a webcam or anything, but microphones also. And a lot of these guys get on there and turn the cameras on and sit and look and talk to each other. And uh, there seems to be, there was one guy, there's one guy on this uh, pal talk that pops in every so often that shoves stuff up his ass. That's, that's what um, he does. That's his thing. He just sits there and shoves shit up his ass. And it's a, it's hysterical. Now, if I was home listening to uh, listening to this broadcast today, right? Mm-hmm. Just a regular guy sitting there. I'm not working. Sure. Mm-hmm. And I go, you know what? I'm gonna be a fucking pest. Is am I? Is it? Is am I in just by going down there with my thing? With my with my? There used to be a time you could just get in right, just like that. that. I'm down there going, yeah, O and A, and the whole XM, and I'm like, hey, everybody, I'm a pest too. It's like, is it, that, is it that easy? I, you got to prove yourself now. I think you, you got to know somebody, and you got to prove yourself. But I think you can do that. Is show a little loyalty first, and then, uh, you know, get on the message board and go, hey, I was down there. Yeah. Here's a picture of me, and then they'd be like, hey, good job. Yeah. Do I have to do what it, what's equivalent to a hit? Well, you got to make your bones. You got to make your bones yeah. as pledging probably at this point and beat yeah. downs. Beaten you know. in. <laughs> you got to get beaten <laughs> in. in. You get kicked in the face. How long you have to last? 30 seconds or something like that? And then you're going to start off as low man. That's you know. right. Low man. That's right. Oh, man. Because there's infiltrators. Like yeah, they want to make sure it's oh, not Oh, spies, they got to make sure. Well, yeah. like that. I mean, the spies, they pretty much know who they are. And, if uh, you showed up, uh, let's say Friday, and uh, you... you uh, had a sign, big sign, something like that. Pictures were taken of you. They end up on the message board, and you go, hey, that's me on the right. And uh, I'm now a member of the message board and stuff. You would be uh, warmly accepted. That's right. Yeah, that's how it works. Fans could still show up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then they got the pest that control the whole thing. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I, I, we're doing an appearance tomorrow, by the way, not to confuse everything. We're going to be at uh, J&R Music downtown near City Hall, near, uh, near uh, Ground yep. Zero. It's at uh, it's called Park Row downtown. I don't know where that is. Yeah, it's kind of weird to get to that JNR because it's 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 the opposite direction on the one way that heads towards Battery Park. Uh oh. So you kind of gotta take a left to get oh, in. That. It's like a little enclave thing going on, but it's it's yeah. right there in the city. Uh, it city says Hall. downtown Park Row, JNR Music World. Anthony and I will be there tomorrow at twelve thirty. Mm-hmm. Hopefully with a lot uh, with a lot of giveaways. Xbox 360s, maybe? Yeah, sure. Why that not? They give you, <laughs> why not? That they give you and you can't use? <laughs> why not? Let's go to a guy who's had XM for two years. Mark in Michigan. Mark? 
Gentlemen, you are geniuses, man. I, I, I'll tell you what, I, I used to surf the radio, you know, around, and, and I'd hit you guys every once in a while, but for whatever reason, over the last week and a half, I, you guys have hooked me, and every every day I turn you guys on. I work uh, for a mobile medical firm, and uh, I'm in nursing home parking lots a lot, and I can't tell you how many times you guys almost get me fired. I have to sprint to the van to shut the door because, you know, you guys are over the top on uh, talking, you know, swearing yeah. and stuff like that. And you got these old people that are like, you know, and I'm, I know you guys are about to drop the F-bomb, you know, and I'm like, oh, shit, I gotta get the door shut, man. <laughs> and people are looking at me funny because you guys are talking about the weirdest shit, tissue time and all this. I just wanted to say you guys are awesome. Oh, uh, thank you. We haven't done a tissue time in a while. And after all that uh, gay shit yesterday with gangster well, fag, fag, I was listening to that on the on the replay, just laughing my ass off. Thanks, Mark. God damn, was that some funny shit? Yeah, definitely gangsta was. fag. Gangster fag. He still hasn't contacted anybody, right? No, we got to get in touch with gangster well, fag. Get him got, on the phone. We got broke back mountain audio. Oh Jesus Ooh. Christ! Who's Is one of the stars? True? Jake uh, Gillingham, Gillingham, or whatever. However and they're talking Oscar. They're talking Oscar for Heath Ledger. Thank God, that's the only way to get you out of broke back mountain. Oof. Yeah, it earned uh, seven Globe uh, nominations, Golden Globe. Golden Globe, yeah, yeah, you, you, you can't. You, it, that's so. if you're gonna be one. I was a fag for no reason and in the cut. Yeah, just a no reason fag. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a fan of, the, I'm a fan of this new show, Showtime on Comedy Central with David Spade, because he's just, uh, you know, messing with the celebrities like he does. But I, he's upped his game big time since he was doing, doing this on SNL. Right. And he uh, sent one of his guys out to interview Jake. What's his last name again? Gillingham. All right. Gillingham. Uh, about the movie. Gillingham. About the movie. Gillingham. What, what's his name there, Ethan? Uh, I believe it's Gillingham. Gillingham? Gillingham. All right, Gillingham. And uh, David Spade sent one of his reporters out there to interview him. And the first question the reporter goes is... Uh, so tell me about this gay cowboy movie, <laughs> right to his face. Then that's what it is. Why would he? Right. Go, All right, I'll tell you about it. It's like it is what it uh, is. He, I wish I knew how to quit you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he goes. So tell me about this gay cowboy movie. You know, when it, obviously this guy took this role because he he thinks it's going to help his acting career and he's taking it very seriously. It's not the gay thing. It's the story right, and right. the meaning behind right. Brokeback Mountain. Right. And he's just writing it off as. Hey, the gay cowboy movie. Yeah, what do you got on it? So listen to what he says. He, sh he showed restraint here because uh, yeah. I was thinking maybe he should have gotten his face and punched him or something, but he, this they is what know he better. Um, the gay cowboy movie is not the appropriate title or explanation for it. Um, my character, I play this, this guy, Jack Twist, who's a rodeo cowboy or trying a bad rodeo cowboy. And uh, he's a ranch hand, and he meets up with uh, another ranch hand in the summer, and they, they fall in love. Oh, it's just gay, cowboy <laughs> gay cowboy. Gay cowboy. Like if, if if it wasn't a name for it, and he just that uh, explanation, you go, hey, what are you doing in the future? Like they interview him after the day after tomorrow, or or or, 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 or Bubble Boy. Right. So what are you doing next? I'm doing a movie about uh, two guys that go up into the mountains and they were yeah. ranchers and they, you know, they they fall in love. Yeah. Oh, a gay cowboy movie. Gay cowboys. Right. Yeah. Right. You're uh, well, one guy's a rodeo, one guy's a rancher. Hmm. They're cowboy and gay. Gay cowboy movie. I <laughs> right, listen. I That's smell. I smell bit. Uh, uh -oh. Are we gonna send Dirk and Travis? Why Dirk? Dirk wants to do this. Dirk doesn't do this shit. It, it's gonna be Danny and Nathaniel and maybe Travis, right? Wow. Those two, you really want to do it, Dirk? No, Dirk That's doesn't. He's do saying this shit. no. I know Dirk. Dirk, doesn't Dirk do likes that. to be more behind the scenes. Dirk's a pilot. Dirk likes. Uh, he's got skills, but he doesn't need to be on the radio. Nathaniel. Nathaniel should do it. Definitely. We gotta send these guys to the theaters that are showing these movies. Yeah. And get uh, get some interviews as they're coming out of the theater. Oh only, yeah. Only couples. A couples. guy coming out with his girl 
Oh, I thought a guy coming out with a guy. Well, a guy coming out and this is no fun. It's just this. Yay! No, that could be funny on the radio, though. Nathaniel, come in. Fantastic. Nathaniel's perfect for this. We've got to get the. I love the two thumbs up my ass. Ooh, Andrew Dice Gay. Andrew Dice Gay thinking about doing some radio with us today. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Nathaniel, so uh, you got to go and do this. All right. Can you do it today? Uh, no. All right. Well, oh, I want to I get this done by the end of the week, though. Okay. How about by Friday? By Friday? All right. I'll go with you. Will you? Oh, uh, yeah. I'll buy some popcorn. But what I do is I cut a hole in the bottom, right? And I stick my manhood through it. And as you're asking for pop, Oh! Could I have some pop? Yeah, dig right in. And as you're digging in, I'm buttering the popcorn. Oh! I've seen it three times. It's fantastic. You like the movie Dice? Yeah, yeah. two fists up. I'll bend over. Oh! Andrew Dice Gay. Got a question for you, Andrew Dice Gay. I'm over here now. You could ask. How much money would it take for you to do a movie like this? I do it for free. <laughs> yeah, why? Uh, you just, you know, to build up my uh, my resume. Yeah. My movie resume. Yeah. Wouldn't that look good? With a Ford Fairlane. Uh-huh. Right? I did that one. And then uh, I did the other one, Ford uh, Fairlane. Casual yeah. Sex. Casual Sex. Yeah. I was in that one. And then the fan cowboy movie, <laughs> as I like to call it. Sure. And then it ends. See, I'd have a different ending. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'd go to uh, Seattle, Washington, and get fucked by a horse and die. <laughs> they do that up there. You ever hear me fuck a chicken? Da, da, da. Da, 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 da. Oh! <laughs> and you're nice gay, everyone. Gay. How in all the years that we've fucking been on the air and known Dice and fucked with Dice and did it at Dice Impressions, did Andrew Dice Gay never come up? Because we have the greatest listeners. They help Jesus us out with the show. Right. Someone came up with that yesterday. All it took was one of you assholes out there to say it. So here's the deal. we got to get uh, interviews of people leaving the theater after Brokeback Mountain and also Kong. Because we're hearing like guys are walking out of the, the previews with, uh, crying and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Oh, if you could get uh, Weeping Gentleman, uh, that would be fantastic. That would be terrific. And if the right. love between the... <laughs> All right, we got some more uh, Brokeback Mountain audio. <laughs> that the... name is genius. Brokeback. Doesn't it sound like some kind of gay sex? It's Violent just sex. Horrible. Violent, like I was fucking him in the ass and his back just snapped <laughs> and we were on the mountain and I don't know what the fuck to do. Brokeback Mountain. It would just be the mountain. The right. mountain or something. Call it you know? the mountain. mountain. <laughs> where they go. Is it because isn't it where they go to have their little liaisons oh and stuff? God. Yeah, I guess every year Broke or something. I guess they couldn't call it Suck Dick Mountain. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like the closest they can come. This, this summer, from Universal Pictures, <laughs> Suck Dick Mountain. Nah. <laughs> or, yeah, just call it Mountain. <laughs> like there. <laughs> 
What did he do to you? Mountain. <laughs> it broke my back. <laughs> broke back mountain. I'm going to give you a broke back mountain today. Uh, reach around hills. <laughs> a love story. Yeah. <laughs> We have audio of one of the uh, love scenes. Uh, Roman War Helmet Valley. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. We have audio of one of the uh, love scenes. Well, (laughs) this is just a romantic scene. Roman War Helmet (laughs) Valley. We, uh, oh, we have right. audio of one of the love scenes from... Rim Job Ravine, <laughs> coming to a theater near you. God damn it, give me a pen and a piece of paper. Uh, I'm in, who else is in? Anal Swamp. <laughs> Glory Hole Gulch. <laughs> uh, the whole two. <laughs> All right, we have audio of one of the love scenes from Brokeback Mountain. All right, let's hear. Oh, okay. Here it is. <laughs> this is not it. Not bad. Du Hühner, Digga. Irre. Ich bin ganz wild auf diese Hühner. And you thought chickens couldn't cry. (laughs) Big Nazi bastard. Oh, that is a chicken crying. Uh, I don't care what you tell me. Let's go to Lynn in New Jersey. Lynn? Hey, what's up? Hey. Um, well, you guys were talking about it being a fag cowboy movie. Shouldn't it then star Imus with his fag cowboy hat? <laughs> that would be funny. I um, uh, can't quit you, uh, <laughs> McCord. Gonna <laughs> 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 uh, fuck you in the ass now. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we have a uh, a clip of one of the um, love scenes from Brokeback Mountain. Mm. Now I know why they called it Brokeback Mountain after you hear this clip. All right. It's obvious someone was uh, being broken. Oh. Maybe broken. Yeah. Let's go to that clip now. And you know one of them would get was gayed in the other one of ones probably a method actor, the other one's like a after the director goes cut, he's a done with the scene type of motherfucker. Yeah, like, what the why'd you keep your tongue in my mouth that extra second? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Fellas, I want you to take it take it to the limit. What yeah. the fuck you? And cut. Get your fucking hands off me, man. 
All right, guys, it's going to be a difficult scene. Um, we're we're striking the set of anybody that doesn't have to be here. So <laughs> it's just going to be the cameraman, the director, um, and the sound guy. That's it. <laughs> Everyone else is leaving to make you feel more comfortable with this. Oh, God. And one guy just a little too much. <laughs> one guy cut. Ah! And the guy's like, they pull their faces away, and one guy's face follows the other guy's. Hey, 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 you said you weren't gay. What I didn't hear, I didn't hear cut. I, after that setup, Ang Lee's like, okay, you get it all together, and Ang Lee goes, all right, action fags. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious, you know, to respect you two as actors. All right. Just before they said, "Ah, faggots!" Faggots, the bitches. They set the scene, and just before they yell action, you hear <laughs> one, one of those on set. Ah, um, uh, well, we got more names for the gay cowboy movie coming in. Tony in Jersey. Tony. Yeah, balloon, not hill. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to David in Atlanta. David. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I got a name for that movie. All right. Uh, call it Mount Men. Mount Men. Mount Men. Very good. All right, we Bear got... Bareback Mount Men. How about right. Grunt Valley? <laughs> <laughs> well, we got audio of uh, the love scene from Brokeback Mountain. Brokeback Mountain. All right, here we'll listen. All right. What the hell was that? Ah, that might have been, uh, something. Let me see that. Makes the chicken uh, video look like a joke. Yeah, have you? Is that? Is that? Do you have oh, a video is that, that what that is? Do you yeah. have a video of that? Nice. No, no, that's that's that would be illegal. Was it? I've seen that before. <laughs> you didn't see it from us. Oh, okay. I love that video. <laughs> All, right, no, no, no. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, oh, Heath Ledger money, money shot. <laughs> 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 okay, terrific. Yeah, okay, terrific. Heath Ledger was on Good Morning America, and this is what he had to say about Broke Back Mountain. You got your wife and baby and... Okay, I got to set this. Uh, this, is a, this is an actual clip from the movie. A clip, I'm okay. sorry. You got your wife and baby in Texas, and, you know, I got my life in Riverton. That's so. You and Alma, that's a lie. Are you shut up about Alma? This ain't her fault. The bottom line is, we're around each other, and, and this thing grabs hold of us again in the wrong place, in the wrong time, and we're dead. 
wrong place, wrong time. This thing grabs on. Like they could just be hanging out with their families. <laughs> yeah. Supposed to be living this lie, and they're hanging. Uh oh, this thing's grabbing hold of me. Just lays him on the picnic table out back. And, what the? What are you doing? Oh, something just grab hold of me, and I needs to fuck this man in the ass. Uh, like gay wolfman. Yeah. <laughs> they turn on half a moon. The half I moon. Hold it. Oh my God, it's a half moon. Baby, you gotta lock me in the basement, or I'm gonna do some damage. <laughs> now, when that pretty boy goes away, you gonna you can let me out. But until then, you gotta keep me locked in here. You gonna see something you don't wanna see. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Cowboy fag movie. That's what it is. That's the gay cowboy Let's movie. Let's go to uh, Jay in Chicago. Jay. Hey, how's it going, ONA? We're yeah. having a good time today. Good deal. How about uh, No Vag Valley? No Vag Valley. That's <laughs> yeah. a good one, too. Very good. Uh, uh, what is the story? Are they both married? Do they both have girlfriends? Um, I think, uh, yeah. <laughs> I get to describe the plot. Yes, man. I think in their youth they meet Speak each other. slower. In their youth, they meet each other. Get all gay with each other. It's uh, some kind of a, uh, a passing little thing. Yeah. <laughs> then they uh, go off and start families. They start families. And then reunite. Reunite and, uh, they don't and know what to take do up where it. they left off. Yeah. They can't just look at each other and go, eh, that was a long work back then. Huh? Oops. Hey, look, I'm married now. Oh, sort of a thing. I don't know what the fuck that was. Look, I'm going to move all the way over there. Uh, yeah, this is uncomfortable. Just uh, tell them I died. <laughs> Will it be a two? Broke back two. Broke back two. Scrotum show. <laughs> you know the sequels are always awful. <laughs> uh, here we go. Uh, Heath Ledger talks about doing gay sex scenes. Ah, Oof. well. There must have been something about doing this, and Jake has talked about it too. Straight men in love scenes. Gotta make you nervous. You choreograph them, I assume, when you're doing love scenes with females. Yeah. Is this a different yeah. kind of thing? Uh, yeah, uh, the rehearsal of these things were, were, were more or less conversational. <laughs> you hear how manly he talks? Hey, I've I've heard interviews heard with Heath Ledger. I have never heard him sound like that. That guy's been in a bunch of good movies. <laughs> you know they both run around Hollywood just fucking in public? Hey, at the donut shop? Hey, I'm fucking a bitch. Let me get a, um, yeah. <laughs> I have never heard Heath Ledger sound like that in my life. <laughs> Give me a crumpet. Suck my dick, bitch. Oh. I've seen other movies where he's like, well, it was, um, you know, a difficult role. I really had to yeah. get into shape for it. Now it's like, what about the gay scenes with other men? Yeah, well, Jesus Christ, let me tell you something. Let me, you just got a, a can of Schaefer beer around here or something. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, rough, but uh, yeah, I'm just acting. I'll tell you if you let me rub your pussy right now, because I got to rub some pussy when I'm talking. This is great. And listen how uncomfortable he sounds. This is so... Uh, we just need to, you know, guys, you, you, we understand you're straight, and, uh, you know, you're just acting. This is an acting thing. Uh, we understand your sexuality. All right, we need the faggots on the set. <laughs> faggots, faggots, make your way on the set for the fag butt fuck scene. <laughs> oh, we got to handle this thing. We're going to handle this with respect, professionalism. You are actors. You've done movies, and we understand this is a difficult scene. That's what we're going to need. 
cocksucker scene. Can we uh, set up for the cocksucker scene and have the faggots on set for the big cocksucker scene? <laughs> Oh, what an uncomfortable oh. movie that must have been to make, oh, man. Oh, shit. Uh, all he had to do is just say that he did it. You know, that I'm doing it to get an Oscar. If you're uh, if you're one of these actors, are you making sure you're duct taping your junk down? Oh, just in case it's a goof and some blood starts <laughs> flowing. You're like, what the fuck? All right, chaps, come down. Cock in the ass. Take two. <laughs> chaps, cock up the ass. <laughs> fuck is naming these take, scenes? Take two. You know they wanted to say, to, after first take is, you wants to hear, check the gates. Yeah, oh, check the gates. All right, check the gates. Imagine, right. imagine you get through the whole scene and the director goes, we're going to have to do it again because, yeah. ah, the lighting was a little... You know, uh, that scene we did yesterday where you were fucking him in the ass uh, for hours... We looked at the dailies and uh I gotta tell you for Yeah it was a great take but uh, Great, but you know something? You we know, were getting a lens flare <laughs> that really wasn't good. The then, boom mic kinda got in yeah, shot. <laughs> And and then boom mic people when they hear a noise, they don't say shit until the end. They yeah. don't. They don't. They're not allowed to cut. So if there's a plane or a train going by afterwards, they'll go. It didn't know. It didn't. Uh, and they'll just stand just like do it again. I wonder if there's gonna be a director's cut when it comes out on DVD. The Ang Lee cut. The director's cut. All the scenes that you never wanted to see. Let's, oh. let's go to Missouri, David. Yeah, man, there is no way in hell those two guys can be freaking straight and have done that. They've got to be a bunch of queers, man, I'm telling you. I'm having a hard time no with this A bunch one. of queers. I'm, you try to have an open mind and try to figure out why they would... I don't get this one. There ain't no way, man. Here are guys that are working together in the entertainment field. They're making a movie. They're doing something like that. Why is it that that... But, dude, that that is acceptable to... How do you ask a guy? Are, but, it's like, fan... All right, Dan, here's what we need for the show. Uh-oh. Here's what we need. We need you and Hawk to just make out. All right? And go. Like, how is that? Oh, stop. Don't really do it. <laughs> guys. Got, got. A little of visual. Yeah. Well, theater of the mind. Theater of the mind. But do, these how guys, do you ask these guys, guys to... These two guys approach? aren't hacks in Hollywood. You no. know, and if you read well, about Heath Ledger, what's that mean? Heath Ledger is—he's on the he, fence. But I mean, yeah. he probably needs this more. Still getting scripts, man. Heath Ledger guys. wants to be uh, the other guy. You know from who Lord the, of the you know who the new Heath Ledger is? Who? It's the kid that was in um uh, what's the racing car movie? He did two of them. Come on, Paul Walker. Or no, what's the uh, Luke Fast, oh, Fast and Furious? And Furious? Okay. That that kid's the new Heath Ledger, the one that was in the movie with um. Really? The 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 Man, surf you movie. a lot of movies, bro. <clears throat> what's the movie with that sexy Alba? Jessica Alba. He was in one with that. He's the new. He's the new. He's the new Heath Ledger. Yeah. He's we don't need Heath Ledger anymore. What was Heath Ledger's like big movie? The, the night movie. Kinda, he was in yeah, the Patriot too, right? Oh right, it was in the Patriot with Mel Gibson. Mel, Mel but Gibson. A nothing, that was kind of his nothing. break. Yeah. Oh, I kind of like that. Kind of broke him into the business. He was the star of the night movie, and they realized he wasn't a star. I kind of like that night movie. Yeah, of course you did, Ooh. but it's like I kind of like Waterworld. Waterworld no, no. was good. That's Wait, which good. one? Was I, I'm, I'm talking about the one that was kind of a comedy. Broke right? back it was, nah, it wasn't a comedy. It was a. It was, well, a, what was like, the one nothing. that it was kind of a goof, a like, rocker. Nah, it had like modern Martin rock Lawrence. music in it. Yeah. yeah. Which one was that? That was, it was like a Knight's Tale. Oh, okay. Night. Yeah, Knight's Tale. That Knight's was like a, ro tale. a rock. Knight's Tale. <laughs> Delicious. Nice. Oh. <laughs> a little trap but door he on his ass. But he's in trouble, man. And and Jake. Jake really wasn't doing shit either, to be honest with you. Like, no, no, Jake is rising. 
He's wait a minute. in the It uh, can't business. be too. No, you know who the Jake Jake is going to be a ward. Dude, Heath Ledger was in uh, the Lords of Dogtown. So what? What? That, that had a little. Who the blood? fuck saw nah. that? That wasn't even. Nah. That was Channel Ten on a that plane. Ain't. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't it. No. It's, right. Jake was in a day after tomorrow. Yes. Recently, so. But do you know who the who yeah. Jake is going to have a war with? Remember the kid that was in Black Hawk Down? That's the Josh Jake. Josh Harnett. Josh Harnett and Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. They got a war. It only could be one motherfucker who does that. That guy. That guy. Yeah. It can't be like so. Jake's going to out fag. Um, you think, you think <laughs> what's his name? Did, uh, went off on their own and rehearsed some of these scenes together too. Y yes. Oh to the no. Kiss. What do you think? They're studying. Oh fucking. Awkward. Yeah, they did because they're trying to be into character. Character, man. How can you right. go in and out of fag? You can't. That's who he's trying to be. Uh, the uh, Orlando he's Bloom. Actor? He's trying to be Orlando he Bloom. He has to be. A Orlando Bloom would have been a better choice for this movie. Well, that's who he's trying to be, is Orlando Bloom. Who, Jake? No. Uh, Heath. Heath. No, he can't. Orlando, he's not. He's he trying. He Orlando. wants to be that. All right, listen. Let's. But it, uh, he hasn't reached that point of stardom. Let's get the rest of this clip over with, okay? Mm -hmm. We start from the beginning. <laughs> Heath Ledger doing gay sex scenes. <laughs> there must have been something about doing this, and Jake has talked about it too. Straight men in love She's scenes. She's diddling herself during this. Gotta make you nervous. You choreograph them, I assume, when you're doing love scenes with females. Yeah. Is this a different yeah. kind yeah. of thing? Uh, yeah, uh, the rehearsal of these scenes were, were, were more or less conversational. <laughs> um, but I think what made it easier was um, that there was, in fact, there were, there were stories in the scenes. There were goals that we wanted to achieve. Um, you know, Ang just didn't just roll the camera and say, okay, boys, have fun with it now, you know. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, uh, and look, we, uh, you know, I think in the end of the day, what it really took is just, uh, uh, and I think it's a way for acting in general uh, with me, is just kind of harnessing this infinite power of, of belief. <laughs> yeah, there it is. I'm acting. Oh, yeah. He's uh, he's very nervous. Oh, I have he was nervous answering. Channeled the god of faggots. Yeah, <laughs> the great fumpor. <laughs> so so what what he's saying is they would hang around like rehearsal and be like you know who the the fire sure is warm here at Brookback Mountain in the camp. Yeah, it's certainly. Yeah, I love you. I love you too. Lean in for a kiss and. Here's where we kiss. Uh, the kissing is continuing like they wouldn't uh, actually do it. And he sounds like he a saying. grizzle. He sounds like John Wayne mixed with yeah. fucking Clint Eastwood. Yeah. He's like, Heath Ledger? All of a sudden, he's got to be do these he's interviews like, like sweetie Macho puss. Man. Yeah, he's like, the acting part of it. Now he's Nick voice. Nolte voice and shit. Hey, convict. Here's your goddamn dinner, convict. <laughs> I want Billy Bear. <laughs> so we're going to send the guys to do some interviews after the movie. Let's out. We'll see what people think about Brokeback Mountain. Uh, Broke all right. Back hey, what's mountain. going on with Disturbed? They got... Um, uh -oh. It will be in tomorrow morning ah. at 9 a.m. It's I, go figure. The band got their got their schedule confused. Uh, we'll decide if they're going to be here tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. We might be too busy. All right, uh, Bad Santa on the front page of the New York Post. we got to get to this before we get out of here. Bloody St. Nick leaves kids sick. Yeah. That was Steve Hall. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, oh, look at that. Brokeback Mountain uh, Golden Globe nominations. They're showing clips. Oh, that's how it started. He was Crank healing it up. Getting a, yeah. Had a baby with, so um, great news coming out of that camp. They must be celebrating today for sure. But, yeah, this film has done extremely well. I mean, over the weekend, it got uh, awards in, uh, for, with the New York film critics as well as Los Angeles film critics, and in Boston, yeah. it did extremely well. So that's Austin. what's bringing it to the forefront. But, Sabila, what happened hey, to the Sully. other guy who's a uh, lead actor in that movie? That uh, Gyllenhaal, Gillen, Gillen, what Jake it? Gyllenhaal, right? Yeah, everyone thought it was his year. I mean, he did Proof this year and also Jarhead, and he was... You know, they, they, they're also talking about his performance in Brokeback Mountain, but he did not get a nomination. Oh, <laughs> oh, all that for naught. Not even the lead actor, but nothing. no nomination for Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> Heath Ledger played a better faggot he than no, fucking enema right now, dushing like nothing, you motherfucker, nothing. I got it. I got this one, man. They took a look, the committee or whatever, and said, yeah. damn, man, that guy isn't acting whatsoever. We can't, we, oh. can't, we can't give him a Golden Globe for yeah, acting. Isn't it for acting, right? right? We can't give him a Golden Globe. He's going to just shove it in his head. Oh. That sissy. <laughs> They're previewing that movie going, wait a minute. That's like giving a dog an acting award for eating his food. Right. But like, <laughs> He's just going to do it. Holy shit. Uh, wait a minute. That guy's not acting. Somebody's going to be the fag fall guy on this oh, movie. wow. Heath is, Heath is making sure he's going to be on the behind the scenes. Yeah. Gonna, they're going to make, they're going to go, look, one of, this, one of these motherfuckers got to be a fag. Right. Behind the scenes, Heath is going to be the one that's like, well, that dude, he said Cut. All right. All yeah. right. Yeah. Heath. Heath is uh, getting you know uh, nominated for being a good actor, and the other guy. They gave the nomination the to the it top. It was just a fact. Yeah, the top got the nomination. <laughs> it was just a documentary to Jake. <laughs> <laughs> just following me around with a camera. Yeah, can we, uh, can we <laughs> put me in the best documentary category? <laughs> Let's see. The nomination is a Michael Moore movie and me and Brokeback Mountain. Brokeback Mountain was a documentary and a feature film. <laughs> <laughs> Best real sequence when Jake was sucking dick. <laughs> Best acting when Heath was getting his dick sucked. <laughs> now, the award goes to... <laughs> so excited. Wow. And next up, the best award for best anal scene. <laughs> it's like the fucking porn awards over there at the Golden Globes. <laughs> best DP. Oh, shit. Uh, one's a good actor and one was... Poor Jake. One was just there. Just, just give me some. Give me honorable mention for uh, getting fucked in my butt. <laughs> Hey, we gotta get the we gotta get the front page of the New York Post on one of our websites because it's a great picture. Bad Santa, bloody Saint Nick leaves kid sick. Uh, kid sick. Uh, basically, there's this guy that had his uh, Santa display, and Santa has a bloody knife in his hand, and he's holding a uh, a head in the other that's all bloody, severed head, severed head in the other, and, and all bloody. Knife. And look at look at the uh, post. Always funny, right from the first sentence, Opie. Mm -hmm. Sleigh bells are ringing outside, and, and it says. Slay is slay. in quotation marks See, uh, for the other use of the word slay. And they spell it the way you're supposed to. Right. Murderer. Slay bells are ringing outside a, a $3 million Manhattan brownstone. Right. Where Jolly St. Nick has been replaced by a bloody bearded Santa holding a knife in one hand and a severed head of a doll, blood gushing from its eye sockets. In the other, the biz bizarre display has sent kids running and even sparked a call to cops. You know... 
The cops are busy people. Yeah. So leave them alone for fucking display things. Yeah, they've had a couple of their own shot uh, lately. They don't need to be yeah. dealing with your stupid complaint. Uh, this... It says, this tis the season to be creepy display, which has drawn no small amount of community ire. You, 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 you missed what? the big headline when you finally turn to page three where it tells you to go. Uh-huh. The headline, Opie, oh, holy, <laughs> oh, holy, night? anyone? Night. Night is what you would say. Oh, holy, uh, sight. Fright. Fright. Damn. Fright. Get it? Because... So, just look at this guy. Is he, is he, was he just trying to say fuck Christmas and fuck kids and I hate... I don't know what the bottom of the story is. He's just trying to be creative. I can't get past their stupid things like the first line here. Ho, ho, no. (laughs) (laughs) The post should be firebombed for their their comedy attempts. Uh, The guy's pretty creepy looking. All right. And it's another, probably just an artist or something. I don't know. In another touch of Christmas jeer, not cheer, the Santa dummy is standing behind a tree uh, whose bare branches are adorned with beheaded Barbie dolls. It's brought uh, the ire of the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's in the front yard of Joel Krupnik and his wife. And Joel Krupnik sounds like a serial killer name. He looks like a kid toucher. He and his looks, wife, he Mildred. Strange. He looks angry. Yeah. Uh, they are protesting the commercialization of the Yule season. Christmas right. has religious origins. It's in the Bible. Santa's not in the Bible. He's not a religious symbol. Santa Claus has become a piece of Americana. Yeah. So? Well, that's what he's saying. He right. said this, He's saying this is why he's doing it. Yeah. Uh, Krupnik, who dabbles in real estate... Said if anyone's offended, they could simply cross the street. And some children have done just that, the Post reports. <laughs> Other people have called the cops only to be told there was nothing they could do. Yeah, they exactly. should go and arrest the people that could have called the cops for tying can up... You please uh, leave our cops alone. The cops. They're busy on real shit. And one woman chased uh, this guy down the block screaming epithets uh, at her. Epithets. Oh, so, oh, oh uh, chase the, the wife down the street, I guess. Oh. Outside the home, also decorated with gargoyles, lizards, and dragons, there were many who accused a couple of dreaming of a fright Christmas. This is like a nightmare before Christmas. So? Mm-hmm. These people are possessed, fumed Laurie Levinson. Little Hi. Jimmy, who was passing by, said, I thought it was a very gory and, and bloody. Christmas is not supposed to be gory. It stinks and I don't like it. It's bad, agreed Sean, <laughs> age five. Santa's face and hair are red. Santa shouldn't, let, shouldn't look like that. Stupid five-year-old. His brother, Ryan, nine, chimed in. Santa makes toys and he lives in the North Pole. Oh, he doesn't oh, have boy. a haunted house like that. Nine years old and he's still, uh... Yeah. Oh, any kids listening? There is no Santa. There is no Santa. (laughs) You're ruining it for the children that are listening. It's your parents. There is no Santa. We used to get in such trouble. There is no Santa Claus. (laughs) Yeah. It's weird, said uh, Javin 9. No, 7. Javin? Or something like that. It's not Gavin? With a J? J? All right, Gavin, with a J. Why don't you spell the names right, people? Javon? Stop being cute. I don't know. I'd say Javin. J-A-V-I-N. Yeah, well. I'm going to go with Javin. All right. It's probably Gavin spelled wrong. 
You see his last name, though. What? Bose? That might be the Bose kid. Well, that was the Bose kid. The, the heir to the Bose fucking... Damn, yeah. Evan Bose. All right, well, there you go. It's great, though. It's a, it's a great front page today in the New York Post. Anything to shake shit up. Of course. Why not? Hey, I, uh... I uh, went for my pistol license yesterday. Right. Finally. I need four friends as references. You don't have In four Nassau friends. County? I don't have I don't leave my house. Like I need four references, but they're not really it's it's not really like references. They're just four people that you you kind of know. Four people that live in in Nassau County. They about, can't be cops. How about the cook you're having sex with? No, and I'm not. <laughs> And she lives in Suffolk. Uh, I know everyone I know lives in Suffolk County or the city. And I need four people that live in Nassau County that can't be cops. Right. I know a couple of cops in New York in uh, uh, Nassau County, but um, quite the the little quandary I'm having. I'm thinking I need to make a couple of friends in Nassau County. Perhaps people on Whackbag. Perhaps a uh, 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 message board people that could um, email me, and we can. Maybe uh, be friends. Start up a friendship. Look, I need four fucking people. This is a license to carry in the streets or whatever. Don't you have enough guns? I need pistols. Uh, you need a, a, a license, a permit to have a pistol. Pistol permit. <laughs> <laughs> you can buy rifles and shotguns, but I need pistols. Yeah. Pistol-packing motherfucker. Right. I like going to the range. I like shooting. I'm going to give you a fucking... You don't like shooting? I'm going to give you a Desert Eagle for your birthday. That would be nice. All right, so if you want to be Anthony's Nassau County friend, how do they get a hold of you? Through MySpace? Uh, yes, they could get a hold of me through MySpace, but you got to live in Nassau County, New York. Right. Uh, right right uh, where I live, right. that county, Nassau. All right. Yeah, uh, MySpace slash Anthony Cumia, C-U-M-I-A. Okay. Uh, yeah, get through me there. Or uh, Whackbag. Um, yeah, get on Whackbag and uh, leave, make a little post, put a sticky up there. If you want to be my pal. All right. My good friend. The cover of the New York Post is up on opianthony.com right now. Bad Santa. It's a great display. Mm -hmm. We're going to go to break with the FU line. Let's see what's going on on that thing today, okay? All right. And we'll finish the show next. All right. We have Martini Steve in studio. Does a great job at the websites and uh, the production of the radio show. Finally got your robe off, huh? Your, what happened? Your eyes are like saucers. Are they now? Yeah, still? they still are. Oh, yeah, wow. Pretty big. He's taking all these uh, weird supplements to work out, uh, Patrice. And this morning he took a little too much, and he was sweating yeah. and shivering. And it was like a cold sweat, right? Yeah, it was a cold sweat. It's this stuff I take, and I'm normally very careful with this stuff, and I normally don't exceed the dosage. And this one product I take called Redline comes with a measuring spoon, and you're not supposed to exceed that measuring spoon dosage. Well, I broke mine yesterday, and I figured I'd been taking it long enough that I could pretty much eyeball how much ah, I could take. Ah, there you go. And... You overdo it by just a little bit, and you break into these shakes. And I was literally sitting at my desk checking my email this morning, and I couldn't stop my hand from shaking. So I just had these violent up-and-down shakes trying to use the mouse, just bam, 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 bam. I couldn't I mean, stop my hand from shaking. I was walking around in one of those big uh, Mets robes that yeah. we got. Yeah, one of the, the Mets robe you gave me, which was very toasty. Well, it wasn't going to fit me, man. That thing was oh, huge. Man. You know, I didn't even wonder why he was walking around. I, I just looked at his big ass in that robe, and I just kept... 
doing morning shit. I yeah, said, maybe this is just some... like... I'm not that eccentric, man. It w- I was actually very cold. There isn't much that could happen here in the morning that you just don't blow off. Yeah, you, come in and say, fucking big Season Mets robe. Who cares? Yeah. All right. We got a couple things we want to get to. I want to clear the, the area here. Clear the field. You got some guy that uh, stave dives... Stage dives in Norway and missed. What's this about? Oh, uh, what's her name? Mira Craig. She's a Norwegian uh, singer, and she was opening up for the Fugees. And I guess what happened was she tried to stage dive, and she was being all cool, and she overestimated or underestimated how far to jump. Uh-oh. And all you hear uh, at the end of the audio is just a, well, you'll hear it. <laughs> yeah. When, when oh, dear Lord. It yeah. seems like nothing until the last uh, second here. Yeah. <laughs> The video of that is great because she just disappears off the stage and you hear thud. Uh, that, was, by the way, the wireless was yeah, horrible. Yeah, that's awful. Horrible. Those Norwegians. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> She's barking. Good, good for her. And if you're People in Norway, you can <laughs> yeah. the Fuji's. Oh. That's pretty And good. the crowd went, oh. <laughs> good for her. And then Revenge, uh, I don't know if we play this, Revenge Against Campus Thief. This oh, is what that was, you get uh, when you fuck a stranger in the ass. Oh, some some video clip someone sent in. I guess there was a college, uh, a lot of thievery going on in a college, and somebody found out who it was. So they went up to the guy's car with a baseball bat and just went after him. It was just just not not the kid itself, but just started bashing in his windows. Quite a few videos like this online where people are just beating the shit out of cars. I really this is the yelling. first one I've seen. I haven't really. Seen what, what about that black guy with the golf club? Oh, that's oh yeah, whoops. wow. Oh yeah, whoops. All right, listen to this. So there's this kid, his name is Nate, he steals shit all over fucking campus, and he never gets caught because he keeps selling it. He stole my fucking skateboard, and this is what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass. Damn! See what happens? Do you see what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass? You see what happens, Nate? You see what happens? Oh, jeez. That was cool. That was cool. That was cool. <laughs> I could sit and watch those stupid videos online all day. Oh, yeah. You just troll right. through them, and it's like, all right, this one is someone punching him in the face. One of my favorites is when they they slap that girl in the face. It's like at a party. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's uh, like high school age kids are hanging out, and there's a girl. And uh, I guess some kind of bet or dare or something went on where this guy was going to open hand slap her across the face. And she's standing there, and she goes, just do it. Do it as right. hard as you, you did the last one, uh, I guess, to a guy. So this guy winds up and slaps her in the face. She gets knocked the fuck out, down for the count, out cold, not budging. Yeah. Just knocked her out with a slap, and it's fucking hysterical. You know she yeah. just had a big handprint <laughs> bruise on the side yeah. of her face. And they're all upper middle class suburban white kids doing this stuff yeah. too. A lot the of chick it. fight. The chick fight. The, the cat fights are, cat fights. Are, are nuts. I've never seen so many cat fights. Again, high school girls in. just pulling at each other, beating each other up. 
I don't think it's out of anger. I think this is bored teenagers doing like a backyard wrestling kind of thing. I could be yeah. wrong, but I, I, there can't be that many pissed off girls beating the shit out of each other that want to document it. Great shit out there. And finally, we're running out of show here. Whiny Kid gets his car towed. Whiny Kid. Oh, Kid got uh, kid. I think he was parked outside of a chiropractic office. And the tow truck driver happened to have a video camera with him, I guess, to document whenever somebody threatens him or whatever. And he's videotaping this kid crying as his car is being towed. And it's this two-and-a-half-minute-long negotiation with uh, with the tow truck driver about why he shouldn't tow his car. Those guys don't listen. No, just Meter maids don't listen. Go down to wherever it's going and the tow pay truck the money guys and don't get, listen. Fuck, uh, get, get your car back. Save your breath. I asked you there. for proof. You didn't give me a chance to come no. down. You said you were going to call the police on me. Because you took my car and you started to drive off with my car when I had proof that I'm working on the goddamn planet. Are you on the flight? I don't have the money to get off of the car. car. I wish I knew how to quit you. legal right to tell you. That's what I was thinking. I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, oh, actually, this is audio from Broke, Broke Back <laughs> Mountain. <laughs> this is the uh, rich... Uh, but whatever. They're gonna lock your ass. They're gonna lock your ass up as a cop kid here. Hello. Hey, he's got the legal right to do it. We have a contract with that hospital right there. The hospital. 901. 901 Dover. There's no hospital here. There's a contract office. That's it. Well, whatever it is, 901 Dover called. You want my number, please? I got it on video. Oh, that's all right. That's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Why are you doing this? What's that? Yeah. 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 I don't have the money for this. Why didn't you give me a chance to prove anything, dude? That's illegal. It's not illegal. It's not illegal, dude. I work there. How can you do that? You didn't prove it to me. I just didn't even just throw off with my car. I'm going to call my lawyer then. Call your lawyer. This is ridiculous. It's well, stupid fucking truck. As of right now, it's ninety-two dollars. It's not forty-five anymore. No, it's fifty-five. I will go back to work and I'll. No, have it's, to, it's, I'll have it's ninety-two because we're off property. No. You drove because you sped all way. I'm gonna get my lawyer on you guys. Hey, get the lawyer. Get your lawyer, dude. You guys see this already? Get your lawyer. Actually, well, I'm gonna start a standby fee, so it's gonna be even more. You're this taking it illegal, though. No, it's How can you do this? totally legal, dude. I work there, so that's ridiculous. You're me out of my money when I work there. You don't work there. I do. Oh, my, why do you think that I live across the street there? I work there in the chiropractic office. I take files and do reports and all kinds of BS on clients. Oh, my God. And there you have it. Jeez, just fucking shut up. Suck it up. Why didn't the, the tow truck driver just drive away? Because he's a dick too. He was getting he's a fucking kick out of it. Yeah. yeah, he was having some fun. He said, like, "Yeah, I'm gonna add a little more money on that yeah. crying little motherfucker." Both of those motherfuckers are nerds. Yeah. Even when you saw the camera come out, you'd toughen up a little bit and realize where that video might wind up. It's gonna wind up on Foundry Music. Exactly. Uh, wow, new script for GameFly. Com, that cool video game rental service we've been telling you about is giving away lifetime subscriptions to their service. Basically, gains for life and an Xbox 360 a day when you sign up for a free trial. Can you believe it? 
<laughs> Anyone who signs up today for their free XM two-week trial is eligible. Gamefly service, it's so easy. You get the latest uh, video games. Like yesterday, what I get? I got uh, Gun. You really did? Yeah, Gun's a good one. Uh, what, what's uh, that video about? Well, it's a video game. It's uh, set in the West, uh -huh. in the uh, Old West. Yeah. And uh, you go and you shoot people. It's a first-person shooter. And set in the West. It's almost like... And what else? Like uh, Deadwood. Right. Uh, it's set to a video game. I know you're trying to trip me up. I know what Gun is. <laughs> you know what Gun is? Yeah. What level are you on? Uh, level 17. 17? Yeah. What happens on level 17? Oh, a little boy, difficult? You're, you're shooting a lot of people. I, I remember a saloon was involved mm -hmm. and a whorehouse and uh, bad guys. I hear level 17 is called Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> it's Brokeback Mountain. Uh, level 17 of gun. <laughs> can only imagine what that mission's all about. <laughs> it's a first-person shooter. <laughs> Regardless, it's not first though, person, though. <laughs> I got, is Gun third person? Yes, yeah, third person. Look, man, he doesn't know. Oh, I'm sure Gun Jesus is a great Christ, movie. I thought Gun was Gun is third person. Yeah, All right. sure. Uh, Gun is for PS2. Did Schnookums get that for you? <laughs> Xbox and, and and what's uh, GC? Patrice got Gun uh, off of uh, GameFly. Game okay, yeah. he started playing it last night, and then yeah, uh, he sends it back. Uh, and then a new one comes in uh, that's on his GameCube automatically. Mm -hmm. That's right. Gamefly.com. All the games you need for all the platforms uh, that you have. And uh, what do you do? You go sign up now. You'll get uh, entered automatically for the Gamefly uh, Games for Life sweepstakes. Woo! Gamefly.com. Ready to play. That's right. Uh, we love Gamefly.com. Mm -hmm. We absolutely love Gamefly.com. I guess that does it for today. How do I quit Gamefly.com? <laughs> Patrice O'Neill, once again, thank you. Thank you very much, man. You'll be here tomorrow, I guess? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, All right, maybe. remember, this show doesn't count anymore. we got to make up new shit tomorrow. This concludes our podcast day.